BetMGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at BetMGM. Simply download the BetMGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then, place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets, regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get $150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? These ultra-low net carb baked goods contain zero sugar, fewer calories, and more protein than the leading brands, and are high in fiber to support gut health. Shop now at Hero.co. It is the Wrestling Inc. podcast on a Tuesday night here in rainy California and across the globe, Puerto Rico and Las Vegas. The weather has had an impact on us, but that will not stop us from some of the biggest news stories that broken this week. I am Alfred Cunnawell, joined as always by our returning champions, Glenn Rubenstein and NYC Demon Diva herself, Issa. What is going on, you two? Starting with you, Issa. Uh, not much. Slow, slow day, huh? Very much so. We're gonna, <laughs> it's gonna be a short show, everybody. We don't have much to talk about, so uh, let's stretch this one out, huh, Glenn? Oh, good lord. So the power is out here in Las Vegas. I was watching NXT on my phone, but more importantly. Twitter was blowing up as uh, it has been a very busy day in world wrestling entertainment and rumors are abound. Uh, tonight could be the end of an era, perhaps, possibly, maybe, kind of, sort of. The wrestling media bracing themselves for an announcement that is heavily rumored. What could it be? Stay tuned. Let's dive yeah, in stay and, tuned. and wildly speculate with no informed knowledge or confirmation from sources whatsoever. But that's what the wrestling world is going to be for the foreseeable future. Well, let's dive into the biggest news story today involving a woman in wrestling, of course, because Tiffany Stratton is back with NXT. She showed up tonight on NXT New Year's Evil, and it is the biggest story. I can. Stephanie McMahon, ladies and gentlemen, has resigned from her post at WWE. A lot going on here. Of course, Vince McMahon this past White Friday came back to the board of directors. No surprise there. I've expected that ever since he retired. There have been uh, rumors that Vince McMahon was wanting to come back, and that seemed to happen at least on the board of directors. And the belief was Vince McMahon was coming back to facilitate a sale. And just days later, after it was made official that Vince is back, Stephanie McMahon has resigned from WWE. If you'll remember, she originally resigned in May of 2022, May 19th to be exact. And she was actually buried on the way out. There seemed to be tensions. There were negative news stories planted by WWE about Stephanie McMahon. And then it looked like after Vince was outed, she came right back in as co-chairwoman and CEO. It seemed that a lot of people believe Vince was gone forever, but Vince is back and now Stephanie's out. So read into that what you will. Uh, Triple H is now down to his final H as the Triple H era is in peril. A lot of people believing that perhaps Vince McMahon is one step closer to coming back to creative. 
And the interesting thing about this is we were talking on Friday about Vince McMahon's return and that Vince McMahon return was announced early in the morning before the stock market opened because a lot of people would speculate that it would be sold and that really jumped the stock price. This Vince McMahon or Stephanie McMahon resignation was announced right after the market closed, just like when Vince retired. So that kind of telegraphs to me that uh, WWE may have thought that people were not going to take kindly to this news in terms of the market. Stephanie McMahon posted on Twitter, then, now, forever, together, and she included an image of a letter that says, about eight months ago, I took a leave of absence within a few weeks, unexpectedly had the opportunity of a lifetime. And she went on to say that our founder, Vince McMahon, has returned as executive chair and is leading an exciting process regarding strategic alternatives. So while she continues to put out a positive vibe about her leaving, Issa, how do you react to Stephanie McMahon stepping down from her post as CEO? I mean, my first reaction was shock and sadness. I like Stephanie McMahon a lot. Um, so I was very shocked by the by the news. And of course, you can't help but to speculate what really is going on on the inside. Based exactly on what you just said, she left before the, the reports came out about Vince McMahon. Then Vince is out. Then she comes back. Vince comes back. She's out really makes you question you know the the family <laughs> the the family reunions in the mcmahon household can be any good and where is shane mcmahon oh he's coming to the board the, the, the best in the world is coming to the board you get ready for it right glenn <laughs> well i think we know who soraya's tag partner is going to be wednesday ah. tomorrow night <laughs> on AEW. Uh, hey, seriously <laughs> We like we just kind of gotten done making the succession comparisons. This is the most succession shit ever. Oh yeah, it's like Shiv's out somehow. Tom still got his power position. The old man's back, running the show, pulling the strings. I mean, this is absolutely freaky. You could, I mean, you might as well script this. I mean, because this is this is how this is playing out. A month ago, when those rumors broke that Vince McMahon was wanting to come back, I said on this podcast to you that because we watched Succession, I did not think that it was out of the possibility of him coming back. This is pretty much exactly how Succession played out in that Logan Roy was yeeted from his own company and managed to use the inner workings of the board to come back on. Yeah. Okay, apparently my headset's not going to work. So uh, you got my iPhone mic. That's what you're dealing with tonight. Well, no, I mean, this is absolutely nuts. Uh, as, as Heather saying in the chat, is an HR professional. This is wild. I mean, there's talks now about, uh, you know, shareholders taking action potentially. Oh, my power's back on. Um, I mean, who knows what's going to happen? It's uh, pretty crazy. It's pretty wild times. And, uh, I mean, I'm here for it, man. You know, but at the same time, if a sale is imminent, who's that sale going to be to? Because that's really going to... Uh, Oh, we'll Change get into some that. things, you know. Yeah, we'll get into the sale we'll talk. But uh, Issa, back to you in terms of Stephanie McMahon. How do you think this changes the dynamic? Do you think this is going to be different from WWE moving forward? Uh, he's very talented, very great at what he does. I would assume that he was probably making the majority of the CEO decisions, consult maybe consulting with Stephanie McMahon. Um, so my main concern came as her position as a chairwoman in the board was more of a concern to me, just having that vote, which we'll get into. Vince McMahon is voted again as, you know, the, the chairman by the board unanimously. But that, that's what it came down to me. I feel like Nick Khan is more 
uh, strong when it comes to playing the CEO role. But yeah, to me, the first speculation that I couldn't help was how long does Triple H has left? And is this company possibly being sold to something that maybe Stephanie doesn't agree with? All kinds yeah. of speculation. That's very interesting. I mean, we're going to get into the suitors that WWE has. Of course, shout out to Dylan Matthews, friends of the show. Uh, so what do you guys want to talk about? Quoting the great Cody Rhodes. And of course, it's obvious what everybody wants to talk about. You guys were fired up in the chat before we even got on air uh, talking about these uh, speculation and this new news story about Stephanie McMahon leaving. She black for 199 says, Triple H's days are numbered, unfortunately. And unfortunately, I agree. I really do think that the fact that Stephanie McMahon wants to step down and kind of signals to me, and the fact that they waited until after the market closed to say this, it signals to me that Vince McMahon definitely has intentions to go back to creative. And you got to, Stephanie McMahon is Triple H's biggest ally. This is just as much the Stephanie McMahon era as it is the Triple H era. So I do think that Stephanie McMahon stepping down really hurts Triple H's power. Uh, Vince McMahon easing his way back in. There are ways WWE, I think, could sell this company and Vince McMahon retains control over Triple H, which we'll get into soon. But I, I think it's pretty scary times that people think the Triple H era is over. Do you believe the Triple H era is coming to an end, Issa? Yeah, but I am hopeful, like a hopeful romantic here, hoping that it's not. Can we at least get the Rumble book by Triple H? That's all I'm asking for. Can we at least get a Rumble book by Triple H? I was super excited. And here we thought that nothing was going to top 2022 news-wise. And here's 2023, 10 days in, already wilding. Yeah, might as, might have, it's going to be on pace to top 2022, but this feels just as wild as 2023. This feels like 2022A. You know how like some Netflix shows will end in the middle of the season <laughs> and then they'll do, you know, start up in the second half of the season? That's what this feels like. Like we're starting in the second half of 2023. Right? Yeah, they didn't want to pay for a whole other full season, so they just broke the last one into two. Yeah. Uh, no, I think this is really nuts, uh, depending on who the buyer is could really signal some changes. I mean, let's just break down some of the possibilities. It's like, if you have NBC Universal by WWE, what does that mean for their relationship with Fox? If yeah, you have, and, and uh, to tee you up, Glenn, before you move forward, yeah. we can talk about not only the buyers, but also there are odds in Vegas right down oh, the street from yeah. you as to who could buy WWE. So Comcast leads away minus 140, basically means you 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 know spend $140 to win $100. But then it gets interesting. Disney at plus 350. Endeavor at plus 900, Amazon plus 950, Netflix plus 1200, Fox at plus 1200, Liberty Media owns the Formula One group, revive them plus 1500, Warner Brothers Discovery, which airs AEW plus 1500. And then we have some fun with Dwayne Johnson, Redbird Capital plus 2000, Sovereign Wealth of Saudi Arabia plus 2000, and of course, Tony Twitterfingers himself in All Elite Wrestling to buy WWE at plus 3000. So what are your thoughts wow. on all these suitors and who could buy Glenn? Well, plus 2,000, I think I should go make a bet right now before uh, the news breaks, if the rumors <laughs> are true. Um, but no, here's the thing. Okay, so you've got Universal, which is going to make it really weird with Fox for this last bit to finish out the Fox deal. You have Disney, who's probably not stoked about the streaming rights being on Peacock. Um, an independent buyer that doesn't have a streaming service or doesn't have a TV network really makes the most sense because then they can leverage, negotiate, take it to another party. They could do a lot more. But, I mean, look, I mean, let's just be straight up about this. Like, on the internet right now, the, again, wild speculation, completely unfounded.
Do we still have Glenn? Uh, no, he froze up for me. He froze up for me. So, yeah. uh, by the Illuminati, Issa, take it from here. Yeah, he's he's being silenced. Uh, let's be real. It's me and my dog. We're buying WWE. <laughs> Can I get in on this venture capitalist group? I wasn't consulted about this. <laughs> uh, it's crazy that all the speculations and the rumors coming online. What do you think, Alfred? Who do you think is most likely to be the, the winning bet here for WWE? That's a great question, winning bet. I mean, I have gone on record and say NBC Universal, and they're the big favorite. But if I'm betting and the gambler in me, the guy who bets on sports and stuff like that, tries to find a good underdog value, I'm looking at my money and who I'm actually legitimately going to put my money on. Endeavor Group at plus 900 is some smart money. I could absolutely see that happening. And that means if you spend $100 betting on Endeavor, you could win $900. So you spend a couple hundred dollars, you're a thousandaire right there. And Denver, Denver would probably be the most likely route if WWE goes private, which based on how the TVs have gone now, I think WWE is very likely to go private. And Endeavor already has UFC, Ari Emanuel, and Endeavor have a relationship with WWE. I could see a situation where Endeavor helps fund a private venture uh, with the WWE. It makes Glenn so furious he left the podcast. But absolutely, Endeavor at plus 900 is a good uh, money. Also, don't sleep on Liberty Media at plus 1500 is also a great bet. They have single-handedly made Formula One into more of a mainstream property by putting it on Netflix, giving it this great reality show. And believe me when I say, that has not been ignored by WWE. WWE officials have seen so, how they've really so we're gonna be paying, Formula One. We're going to be paying $80 to watch WrestleMania no, instead really of 499 on Peacock. Because you know, know. Uh, yeah. UFC, I used to be a big fan of UFC. And once the ESPN Plus deal happened, I only watch what I have to watch. I don't watch it the way that I used to. And, and, and it's because of that. You're paying a subscription service plus you're paying for the pay-per-views. It's a lot. Yeah, Glenn, do you think WWE would uh, go back to pay-per-view under a UFC model with Endeavor? Glenn, it's been silence. Oh, yes, there he I is. Saying, I was saying, uh, you know, I think UFC is all in on this slapping league. So do they really have room for WWE in their empire? Yeah, in and out of UFC, they're slapping. Well, you know, and uh, people seem to be very <laughs> oh, I understood the joke. I'm so proud. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> But uh, th that's an interesting point you did bring up, Issa, about WWE having to charge. I wonder if they bought, you don't know what it's going to look like, but WWE does have that billion-dollar deal, which they were able to lease WWE Network. Endeavor could look at that and say, hey, we could air these for $4.99. If we're going to make a billion dollars guaranteed, hell yeah, we're airing these for $4.99. So I know that UFC is airing these pay-per-views for a lot more than a WWE would. They're up to $80 now. But UFC does not have like a UFC network that they have a billion dollars of income coming in. So I think that would change the way they would see a WWE premium live event, he said. Looks like you're on mute, uh, Issa. Yeah, I was just agreeing with you and saying everything is so crazy right now. All of the rumors. Uh... <laughs> Listen. I'm going to send you something that just made me laugh, okay? Oh, I can't right. wait. <laughs> I, ju I, just, I just texted it to you. <laughs>
Channel BX NYC for $2 says, I like Stephanie McMahon to start a podcast. You are not alone, but I don't think that'll ever happen. Stephanie McMahon is probably the most buttoned up person in WWE in terms of knowing what to say, when to say it, how to say it. Uh, she's very good at that company line and does not put any of her personal business out there outside of pictures of her dog, Andre. So I do not think we are going to be seeing a Stephanie McMahon podcast, but a boy can dream and so can uh, Channel BX NYC. Stephen Marcucci, friend of the show for one ninety nine, will Triple H and Steph start their own wrestling company? What do you think, Isa? No, I think they're gonna be okay. Uh, maybe they'll go and be home and take care of their daughters, and you know, I don't, I don't see that happening. Uh, did you send this on uh, Twitter or how, how the group chat? Send? The group chat. Okay, group chat. Okay, I'll, I'll take a look at that uh, pretty soon. But we are uh, in some strange times, ladies and gentlemen. Very lively in the chat, very lively on this show. Great viewership. What you know? do you think is going to happen, though? Like, let's say that these rumors that we're seeing on Twitter are true. And it is the Saudi uh, people that purchased WWE. How do you think that would impact everything? I, if it was a Is Mansoor that... going to be the one that dethrones Roman Reigns? Yeah, possibly. <laughs> Mustafa Ali would want an opportunity and he would actually get these opportunities. That's what would happen if the Saudi Arabian government. It'd be interesting to see politically how some of these, uh, you know. Uh... I don't know what's going on tonight. We're all falling apart. Glenn is back in his normal setup. I'm back in the studio. I said, screw it. Uh, yeah man okay so this is Alfred I mean, is being silenced I was being silenced you couldn't stay on like this well, is crazy because because we're because we're here and telling people the truth and they're trying to silence us you know how Alfred found out Vince was coming back he got a charcuterie board sent to him last Thursday and when he finished the meat and cheese engraved burned into the wood said I'm back pal <laughs> it didn't say pal it said a much more senior language it rhymes with snitches but you're very 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 close Oh my God! This, all is, cap, this is all insane. No, but here's the thing. Okay, and and the point is, you know, we're doing this podcast, and what would happen the last time there were rumors when we did this podcast? By the time we got to the end of the podcast, the story was confirmed. So, yeah. what you were watching here, and our view count keeps going up because the wrestling universe is saying right now, what in the f is going on? What is happening? Uh, okay, so wait a second. Uh, now. I mean, so did we? Did we just say it? Did we? Did we drop it? Did we do the whole thing? Because there are multiple sources now. Stephen, yeah, I, I'm seeing that on Twitter right now. WWE has been sold to Saudi Arabia's public investment fund. The company will go back to being private. Whoa! Oh no! Oh no! It's Vince McMahon will return to head of creative, but it is expected by some people. And that, that was a plus two thousand bet you could have won uh, on Saudi Arabian government. So WWE has gone Saudi, ladies and gentlemen. It looks like. It looks like that what we're hearing so far is that WWE has been sold to the Saudi government. It's going to be a long night for Alfred Kennewa and all of the wrestling world. Anybody who's uh, covering or watching consumer wrestling, friend of the show, John Brodigan for $5. If the Saudi rumors are true, will you join me in congratulating Tony Khan AEW and being the number one American-owned company in America? I can imagine the tweet. That's amazing, by the way, John. Yo, you know Andrade is going to show up on, on Sammy Guevara's vlog next week, and they're going to have, like, a hug. <laughs> I expect hot bars from Max Caster, 
I accept, expect a top tweet from Tony Khan in terms of, because he has commented on the WWE in Saudi Arabia, AEW programming, Britt Baker's cut promos on it. So you know AEW is going to have something to say, but it looks like. Do we have a figure in terms of how much it's been sold? Should I'm we not saying that tonight If WWE is being sold today. I mean, NXT News. Right, the only thing, if we're going to cover NXT, the only thing I want to say is justice for Grayson Waller. He was yes, done were, dirty tonight. Uh, couple of screwy finishes in the main event. There's a screwy finish that Toxic Attraction won at the same time. So it's going to be a triple threat match. And then Grayson Waller, they screwed up the rope. Very much like how the Rockers won the WWE tag team titles in an untelevised match against the Hart Foundation. The ropes were screwed up twice. So Grayson Waller got counted out. That's really all you really need to know. We can get more into that. But let's talk about these sale bars. Glenn, what do you think about WWE possibly being sold to Saudi Arabia? Well, okay, let's start going down this path. We have not seen like one of the most super credible sources cover this yet, but it's definitely being said now as as if this is what's happening, right? People believe this is happening. So, so yes, there are some sources on the street who are believing it is true. They're not saying it is, but they might think it's true. That's that's the streets well, are telling me it might be true. First, let's talk about what this means potentially for women's wrestling. Uh, it's fantastic that the women main evented. NXT tonight with the Battle Royal, but this might be as consequential as Sting versus Ric Flair on the last WCW episode, and it's the end of the era. Uh, you know, I'm not saying they would get rid of women's wrestling, but certainly there could be some changes. Uh, even though the women have been able to wrestle in Saudi Arabia, who knows what X factor that throws into the equation. Uh, second, Sami Zayn and the conscientious objectors who did not wrestle crown jewel events because they did not want to do business with the Saudi government. What does this mean for wrestling's hottest baby face, the star of the bloodline, the biggest, most over character in all of professional wrestling? What does this mean for Sami Zayn and anyone else who perhaps has issues uh, as Jason majors pointing out also LGBTQ plus talent that might have issues as a result of this, this could change some things. And I think that, much like uh, Elon buying Twitter, you are going to see a lot of people saying they're going to stop watching the product. You're going to see a lot of people stomping their feet loudly and expressing their unhappiness over this. And I believe they have every right to feel that way. But as we've seen with Twitter, people are sticking around still, even with all the disagreements. So, you know, I've always been a big believer in that we watch these shows as wrestling fans, first and foremost, for, first and foremost because we support the talent. Um, I think that there's a lot of unknowns if this deal is going through and we will have to see what other impacts this has. What does this mean for sponsors? You know, uh, it's, it's not, uh, even though some of the controversy they sell sneakers in Saudi Arabia, Snickers, like their preferred chocolate bar. <laughs> do, do you think now, now the pitch black match might have a whole new fucking meaning? <laughs> um, and again, I also feel Those like are we not have to, nice to be joking around. Come on. We, yes, have, we have to state this disclaimer because I know we have a lot of wrestling fans in the region. You know, this isn't about the people of Saudi Arabia. This is about the government and their actions that a lot of people have issues with regarding how uh, laws and society is, is conducted from the top down there. And I think that the, the, Outrage and controversy over WWE doing business with Saudi Arabia has definitely died down from the first crown jewel till now. And I think doing things like the women's matches certainly helped, but I think this is going to stir it 
the fuck back up and bring it to okay. the forefront again. I will see that point, and I'll counter you by saying that this is just seems like another carny trick by Vince McMahon. Look at all the quote-unquote outrage that surrounded him, surrounding his exit from WWE, and rightfully so. Him coming back would cause a lot of people to be upset that, oh my God, Vince McMahon is coming back to creative. Vince McMahon is coming back after what he did with those women and all that, allegedly. But now... He's doing business with somebody who will cause more outrage than him. So that outrage will be so blinding. Don't forget about Vince McMahon even doing anything. And by the time it blows over, which it did, last time they did get in bed with Saudi Arabia, that outrage did blow over and they did recover fantastically. It'll just wash out, unfortunately, with Vince McMahon's allegation in Saudi Arabia. I think WWE and Saudi Arabia doing business makes me nervous from a business standpoint in terms of whether or not they can trust each other, whether or not they can effectively do business based on what has happened in the past. But them doing business together, I think Vince feels it'll give him complete control. And the Saudi Arabian government looks at Vince McMahon as like an iconic figure, you know, very nostalgic and not as much in terms of Vince McMahon's thinking, probably not as much as somebody doing business with him. So I think this is another tell that he's definitely going back. I thought they were going private. I was thinking that's why Endeavor would be a good option because that would be a private option. But them doing business with Saudi Arabia tells me it's almost guaranteed Vince is coming back to creative. I mean, we, yeah. could have Do- we could have Donald Trump at WrestleMania at this rate. Absolutely. Let's go all outrage. WrestleMania outrage. Jackson, Listen, I'm, I'm, just, I'm, very, I'm very glad that we have ex-convict Dominic Mysterio to protect the talent of WWE. <laughs> he learned a lot of things in prison. He'll be able to protect some of these people. Oh, yeah. Man, you know, I feel bad for Ricochet. This is really overshadowing the news of his engagement. Oh, yeah. Poor Ricochet. That was going to be the biggest story. I mean, story. congratulations. So, uh, oh, just as we what the fuck? Away what timeline are we? What timeline are we living in? We're in what, any I mean, timeline. Any era that Vince McMahon has gone away and come back. They have the. It's so cute. Vice Vice TV had this documentary, The Nine Lives of Vince McMahon. You think that guy's only got nine lives? You better come up with a sequel. You better come up with the twelve lives of Vince McMahon. I remember three years ago being on this podcast just short of three years ago. And it was like, the country couldn't possibly shut down. This is, this is no, we don't live in a world where things like this actually happen. And just look at everything that has happened. I mean, just like, ah, (laughs) I mean, yeah, you have to laugh at a certain point. I mean, this is just absolutely crazy. I mean, my first, my first instinct is like you said, Alfred, what's the figure? I would love to know what was offered and what was accepted uh, in regards to the number of what WWE sold for. And, and, and second will be what you just said, Glenn, what all is changing? Like how many changes can we expect? How are things going to run? Who's going to be in charge? Like it's going to be insane. The timeline, like you said, Alfred, of all of these questions being answered, if we even get any answers, because if they go pop private again, they don't have to give answers to anybody. If that, yeah. it, does it get any more corrupt than WWE as a privately owned company by Saudi Arabia? I mean, does, with Vince McMahon back in charge, does it get any happening? more corrupt? It's like, is Donald Sterling going to come in here and be a co-investor? I think he should just get all these owners, like the Suns guy who said all that racist stuff, Daniel Snyder. He's got to get all these owners together. Dana White, get these guys together. Like, let's run this thing. It's a toxic culture. Like, just go all in on the toxicity. I think it's got to be. Hogan's going to get the belt of mania. Oh, yeah. Oh, Hogan. In my opinion, it's got to be more than six billions. (laughs) No. Shut up, Alfred. (laughs) (laughs) I can tell you there's no timeline where Jackson Riker comes back. It's the real American versus the real American. No. (laughs) 
Oh my God. <laughs> yeah, you, you talk about how much they sold for it. Yeah, that's a great question because I would expect it to be an inflated amount. It's not only that's what I'm saying because, because it's WWE valued. was valued at $6.2 last time I looked like last week. You would assume that they're going to pay a Look at Elon Musk just pay like double of what Twitter was valued at. Mm -hmm. So yeah. I really want to know what the amount is because I will guarantee you they offer a lot more than what is actually valued at. And before, I'm we go say, you, Glenn, before we go back yeah. to you, I'm loving what's going on here in the chat. I want everybody to post the most toxic things that could happen in WWE. I just saw Tessa no. Blanchard is going to be a women's champion. What are the most toxic things you'd like to see under the new and more toxic Saudi Arabian WWE? Tell me uh, in the comments how toxic this can get, Glenn. Why are you, why are you initiating this? Well, we do have Toxic Attraction as the new number one women's go. contender. So, uh, no, I think, um, yeah, I mean, this is just absolutely nuts this is happening um but no my guess is minimum hundred dollars a share is the is the oh, acquisition yeah. offer it's at 90 right now yeah it's closing it on 100 uh they waited till the market closed to announce the stephanie mcmahon thing but now before it even opens there could be a wwe sale so whatever stock price drop listen let me tell you something again this is not praising Vince McMahon. People always like to put you in a box whenever you have something nice to say about anybody and you, they think that that's what you think about their whole personality. I concede that Vince McMahon is an extremely flawed human being. But from a political standpoint, from a backstage, Wall Street manipulating, this was a masterful performance by Vince McMahon. He beat cancel culture. He beat WWE's culture. The entire board voted unanimously to not have him back. His own daughter came back and seemed like she didn't want anything to do with him. He was up against a lot in this era where people are getting canceled left and right and going away. And Vince McMahon was able to navigate whatever uh, uh, circumstances he was given. And he's probably going to go into power with more money than he's ever had in his life. I don't know if anybody's beaten cancel culture worse than Vince McMahon. He's beaten the crap out of cancel culture. Well, there might be a former or current WWE Hall of Famer. That... Absolutely. Vince's buddy, he's being competitive with Trump. It's him and Trump just keep going back and forth with this cancel culture. Like Trump's probably going to shake off the January 6th thing. And, and it's Trump, Vince, and Dana White. They've just, they're taking turns being toxic white men who get away with anything. It's just nuts, man. This is absolutely nuts. And uh, yeah, what does this mean for the video library? You know, what does this mean about the tone of the content? Um, who knows? Now, they could be hands-off. Let me play devil's advocate and say, flip side, they could say, you know what? This is an investment. We have investments in a lot of different things. And, you know, uh, Vince, you know what you're doing. We trust you. Do the content. We need to have regulations for what's shown in our territory, as we always have. But aside from that, business as usual. I just saw a wild comment that I'm not posting on here. But uh, you're a wild one for that one, FCUK Slow. Uh, Issa, I, I want to ask you a question about uh, the WWE as they veer away from the Triple H era. What, what, what were some of our favorite moments of the Triple H era? <laughs> Everybody, we're looking back at the six months that were some of our favorite moments. My personally, uh, and I will have a piece about this on Pro Wrestling Bits tomorrow, first thing in the morning. My the top moments of the Triple H era, my number one was a Sammy Uso. I thought that was the best moment, but there's a lot of them. You got Brock in the trailer, you got some returns. Uh, do we have any uh, eras or moments that we liked in this era? Yeah, you, you just like completely ruined my, my moment there because my favorite had to be Brock Lesnar and Roman Reigns at SummerSlam with the trailer and, and all the shenanigans that went down on that match. It was fun. Uh, also, legendary moment, uh, Karrion Cross does in the water bottle at Drew McIntyre. I never seen such a brutal attack ever before. Yes. What were some of your favorite I mean, look, Sammy Uso, and that, that's going to be a big question. 
You know, if, they, if I mean, seriously, if WWE loses Sami Zayn right now, what does that mean? If if the sales announced tomorrow and Sami's like, you know what? Peace, I'm out. Told not you, that's not out of the question. Told I you he could have trusted. <laughs> if, okay, here, here's what I'm going to say. If you think the CM Punk chants were bad these last 10 years, just you wait if Sami Zayn takes a principal stand. He absolutely could. He's, it's the Syria, Sammy for Syria, and Syria is something that Sami Zayn feels very strongly about. I know that he has remained with WWE even when he wasn't allowed to go over to Saudi Arabia, so that might be a sign that he sticks around. But if he sees that WWE is actively being run and on a day-to-day operational business doing business with Saudi Arabia, that might change his whole stance on the thing, and he might take a principled stance and leave. If you know Sami Zayn the man, I don't think that's outside of the realm of possibilities. And boy, talk about terrible timing because with WrestleMania season coming and him being the hottest wrestler they have right now, Sami Zayn quitting is the last controversy WWE needs in a year full of them already. And I don't think he'll be the only one. I actually think, um, remember how we've been saying for years, I mean, look at, look at what happened with Mercedes. And we've been saying there could be a sea change moment where a group of wrestlers say, you know what, we're going to take this to court. We're going to find a way to get out of our contracts. These are bullshit. These terms you have us under. I could see a contingent doing this. I mean, what do you think they're getting? out of this deal. So let's say, let's say KSA is giving $12 billion, twice what it's worth. You know, what, what do you think those bonus checks look like for the wrestlers? It's not going to be, here's a year's salary. Keep up the good work. You know? Yeah. That's another thing. And them going private means they don't really have to worry about that as much as they would. Not that they worried about it in the past, but there aren't going to be financial statements putting out as to how much the wrestlers make and whatnot. So it'll be even easier to underpay them in an era where they're going to, I mean, I imagine make so much more money than they ever have. Uh, and I, I'm very interested to see what the structure, the power structure looks like who, and and how much nostalgia plays into this because, you know, MBS, the uh, Mohammed bin Salman of Saudi Arabia, the Saudi prince is very nostalgic. Uh, there's a famous story about during the greatest world rumble, he requested like the ultimate warrior and Yokozuna <laughs> and a lot of people who were had passed on. And so they had to get like replacements for them. So this guy's very nostalgic. So I wonder if that's going to have any type of impact on the product. Lisa. Alfred, stop. Get some help. No, I'm not saying that Ultimate Warrior is going to come back. I'm saying there is a I legitimate think Warrior could come back. I but, absolutely think. I think Von CGI Wagner, wrestling. CGI wrestling. Von Wagner yeah. could be the new Ultimate Warrior. Yeah, Ultimate Warrior already died once and came back, so maybe he'll do it again. But the, the MBS, Mohamed bin Salman, is a very nostalgic man, and he did. He has not followed the modern product, and he's into a lot of the old-time 90s type wrestling. So, uh, Hey, if we, get, if we get another, you know, uh, uh, the wrestling album out of this, and we get the band back together, you know, maybe it's not so bad. No, we absolutely get the band back together. John Brodigan back for five dollars, hundred and fifty dollars. They put the belt on Kofi Kingston just so we can get Kofi to Hulk Hogan. <laughs> WrestleMania. Well, we're in the toxic era. Let's hope that doesn't happen. But that that would definitely be toxic. Dylan Matthews for two ninety nine. Skip Bayless, the new host of Talking Snack Smack. Please, WWE couldn't afford him. I mean, they could, but they wouldn't pay that uh, salary. But I would love Skip Bayless on Talking Smack. I would love Skip Bayless getting into wrestling, talking about wrestling. I would just love to see him trigger wrestling fans on a daily basis. That is my dream to see him or Stephen A. Smith. But uh, Kingdom of Saudi Arabia. Are either of you going to protest this product now that Saudi Arabia is in charge? Reportedly. These are rumors, ladies and gentlemen. Isa. No. <laughs> Glenn, are we protesting? I feel like I should. But, okay, you know what I'm going to say? 
I think I am a more powerful advocate for my point of view, paying attention, being openly critical than rather than just blindly walking away. Right. That's my take on it. Besides, if I'm not yelling about what's upsetting me, like, am I really alive at that point? Not in this era, you might not be, especially if you're not on Twitter. I think that is how they judge who is alive and who is alive. Oh, my God. I mean, half the reason you use Twitter is to talk about how pissed you are about what's going on with Twitter. I thought that's the only reason it existed. How they keep you on? Uh, Raj is just tweeting away right now. I'm going to text Raj and see if he wants to hop on. Good Lord. Minor dirty board union. Okay, so people are just talking. Nothing new on the front, but if you've just joined us, where have you been? Have you been under a rock? Because not only did Stephanie McMahon resign, but WWE, there are rumors abound. I've never gotten so many text messages in a one-hour period of my life, but there's rumors abound that WWE has indeed been sold to the Kingdom of Saudi Arabia in a deal that is expected to take the company private. You would imagine Vince McMahon would come back into power. But all we know is that Stephanie McMahon has stepped down and that there are very, very strong rumors that WWE has been sold the kingdom of Saudi Arabia. Odds were released. Saudi Arabia was at the bottom at plus 2000. If you put $100 on Saudi Arabia to buy WWE, you won $2000. You know, if you put more, you won more money. It's a lot of money. So, kingdom of Saudi Arabia. And you know what's weird? I've been saying for the past 6 months, like oh, I'm just waiting for that WWE stock to take a dip and then I'll then I'll go in, you know. Waited too long. I mean, the stock's like a yeah. 30%, 40% over what it was before Vince came back. Oh, yeah. No, and it skyrocketed because Vince of how Vince came back, at least. And, uh, you know, it, it's funny because when people heard that it was being sold, that was going to affect the stock price. And that, it's not outrage. This country always pretends that everything needs to be fair. This country is about money. And money and share well, prices will affect on, especially when it comes to the company, when, when it comes to publicly traded companies like Vince McMahon, and whether or not Vince McMahon could come back, it was never going to be, oh, they're going to have a moral problem. No, no, no. It was always going to be What's this going to do to the stock price, money-wise? And Vince knew that. So he came back under the caveat that this is going to be sold, and it helped yeah. the company's value. And that's how he was able to get around any type of blowback in terms of him being out of the board of directors. And it looks like he's going to all the way go back and not have to face that type of stock price pressure in taking his company private. Right. Absolutely not. Okay, so Raj said he's going he's gonna to join us. Raj is going to hop on. We'll the get founder, his take. Former founder Raj, we're gonna have to ask him. Well, if he's, he's still the founder. Wrestling back from uh, the static media. <laughs> we're have to, can we get another coup? Is it coup season in WWE? Uh, that could be something that we'll have to get Raj's opinion. Yes, he is always the founder, Raj Geary. Very excited to see what he's got to say about this. But you know, WWE has been solved. We are in a new era, everybody. We're making history together. Is I'll it official? It. Is it official? It's not official, but if it is, if I we know, wake up tomorrow and it's sold. We okay. History together. So, Stephanie McMahon, Triple H, Shane O'Mac. Who's the first one that does business with AEW or another promotion? hundred percent Shane O'Mac. If any, it's gonna be Shane. It'll just be like hundred percent. It'll be Shane. Yeah, Mandy's yeah. looking like a genius right now. She looked great in that interview today. She did shout to Tamron Hall. Uh, like to see that uh, interview, and she, well, she didn't necessarily. I mean, it's back and forth because the interview made it seem like she got fired, and she sat. It was a gut punch in terms of her. Uh, yeah, she should have been like. WWE. She should have been like drawing those, you know, those misty eyes with uh, hundred dollar bills. 
Yeah, and she really should have. And that's another thing. It's funny. She's wearing green. I don't think that was a coincidence. But now that she's not necessarily the biggest story, this is such a huge story. Is this going to make people forget about Mandy Rose's fan time? <laughs> I mean, she made a million dollars. I don't know, man. I don't How know. How do you think Saudi Arabia would handle Mandy Rose being on fan Well, okay. So, okay. So you want to talk legit? I think that Mandy Rose already had a chilling effect on many female talents that had something similar going on. I have a feeling, just a hunch, that even if the product doesn't change, that might be one aspect that gets like redlined is like, no. Yes. And I'm being serious. In terms of these third-party deals and the OnlyFans and whatnot, you know, WWE was going to take a hard stance. Under this agreement, I really legitimately am curious to know what is their stance on third-party subscription apps like a fan time, like an OnlyFans. What would... Would the Saudi Arabian government's view on women impact whether or not women can do stuff like that? I mean, you know, you can only take such a hard stance with this intensely stiff competition. <laughs> How stiff is that competition? Any veins in that competition, Glenn? <laughs> Rigid. Rigid. <laughs> Cut glass. Is, uh, Issa, let me ask you this. Is WWE going to get better or worse over the next <laughs> six months? What do you think? <laughs> What kind of question is that? No, come on. Let's, let, I want to hear why would it get worse? Why would it get better? Do you think uh, maybe nothing will happen? Maybe Vince McMahon will come back and he'll have like a come to Jesus moment. What, what do we think could happen? I don't know. I, I mean, I, I don't know. I can't speculate about anything right now. I think everything is so crazy. I think worse, if you had to ask me first impression. <laughs> Maybe. I mean, well, I, I'm all here for the new Ultimate Warrior, Von Wagner. I think that's yeah, going to be a high point. I think Yokozuna, uh, Yokozuna 2 is going to be massively over. Um, I think, you know, Hogan's going to sell sell tickets. You know, it yeah, sold out the add more seats, you know, when it sold out the add more seats for Hogan. Uh, and uh, here he is. Raj, how are you doing, man? Ross Geary, it's been it's been quite the day, right, guys? It absolutely and has. Gals. Yes, poor yes. poor Ricochet. You know, he thought he was going to be the top story today, getting engaged. Man, we had to shit on his parade, right? <laughs> yeah, we were prepared to have a whole podcast about Ricochet's nuptials, but now we got to talk about this Vince stuff. So, what do you what do you what are you hearing? What's what's uh, the word in your neck of the woods? It's it's just been all over the place. So earlier today. You know, obviously, with the news, I checked in with WWE. Several sources uh, uh, said that Triple H is still going to be, you know, uh, in his in his same title. So, um, what is this title? It's not uh, head of creative. It's creative. What's that? Is it like executive vice president of? It's like creative controller officer. uh, It's something like that. But it also overlooks live events, and, and there's a couple other things involved with it. So um, I heard that that wasn't going to change by several people in WWE. And this is one of those stories. It's not like I can g- go get uh, sources outside of WWE for it, right? Like yeah. I can't contact New Japan for confirmation on what's happening with Triple H. So um, anyway, uh, so it's been all over the place. I've just decided to because then I heard from a very, very good source that that might not necessarily be the case, that maybe Triple H keeps the same title 
but maybe he, he moves on to something else. And, um, and then, you know, there have been these rumors about WWE selling to the Saudis. And look, something, you know, with Vince McMahon wanting to come back so adamantly all of a sudden, and um, it, it just seemed like there was something that was up and, and uh, maybe he knew something and it's starting to look like that was the case. So, you know, obviously nothing's confirmed yet uh, with the Saudi story, but uh, it's, you know, Cassidy Haynes, uh, he's broken some stories in the past. He's a really good reporter, uh, someone uh, that I, I I haven't, I don't know personally, but uh, I've communicated with several times and uh, I believe him. So we'll see. Let me ask you this, Raj, in terms of WWE's potential, let's say hypothetically they did sell to the Saudi government. We, we were talking about this in the podcast. I'd imagine that'd be an inflated number. What, what do you think a sale to the Saudis under these circumstances would go for? Well, the market cap for WWE this last week uh, has been six and a half mm -hmm. billion. Mm -hmm. And so they're not selling under that. So seven billion is the least. Um, I could see Saudi overpaying for sure, like they have for everything else. So if you're going above seven billion, you know, maybe eight, maybe, you know, I can't, I, I couldn't imagine being more than eight, but geez, you know, like if it was a Comcast or something, I wouldn't imagine more than seven. So geez, I, I, I don't know. I, I'd say probably above seven, maybe below eight. And if it's more than eight, good Lord. <laughs> no. Would 10 billion shock you? If they hit 10 billion, you know, um, I wouldn't say it would shock me because a Comcast or an ABC, Disney, you know, uh, that would shock me for sure. But Saudi, um, no, they have the money for it. it it's, it's a huge international media conglomerate more than almost anything. Um, and it's year round, you know, football, Football, soccer um, is the biggest sport in the world, and that's not year-round. WWE is year-round. So you get this year-round property. I mean, geez, $10 billion sounds sounds insane, but it is the Saudis have just unlimited funds. So it, I, I wouldn't say it would shock me, no. And I think it's also important to remember that there might not be pen to paper yet. And if, even if this is thought of as a done deal, there right now could be frantic phone calls, meetings, counter offers, things coming in. If word is on the street about this and NBC Universal thought they were in the running, you know, they're, they're probably saying, like, give us an hour and we'll get back to you with uh, our final offer. So, yeah. It's not and final. If it, again, if it was Fox making the deal, I think it would be something that an NBCU would be running to counter, but I don't think they're going to counter a Saudi deal. I, I I feel like that would be a deal that would uh, just be, that wouldn't make sense for an American media company. And again, this is all just my opinion, but just looking at the financials, uh, looking at the market cap, looking at what, uh, you know, these uh, American media conglomerates pay for other properties that that would just be way out of the uh, out of what makes sense. You know, Endeavor paid four billion for the UFC. And, you know, you're talking double that in, you know, when did Endeavor buy the UFC? Was that 2016, 14? Yeah, I think it was 2016. But um, yeah, I, I just uh, it's 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 just insane. It's just a, a wild number to think about.
and it explains why Vince wanted to come back. Oh yeah, you would think he would have, uh, you know, would know that that Saudi offer is out there, and he's like, I need to get in there to make it happen, and and I'm not going to let the board turn this down. But do you think it was only about the board, or was it about maybe being private and Vince being in charge again? Yeah, I, I'm. You know, it's it's hard to say, but it definitely seems that way now, right? Because now, if under Saudi ownership, they go private, they don't need a board of directors. They don't need to answer to shareholders. Vince is the owner. And if the Saudis, and you would think that they would allow him to be back in, you know, in, in total charge, he can do whatever he wants. He's back to where he was. Yeah, this, I would argue this, we're about to have, and we were kind of joking around, but I'm not really joking. This will be the most toxic and corrupt era of WWE that we've seen. You see how corrupt this company was Look at the dark side of the ring episodes, how corrupt the company was when they were public. And now that they get to do that behind the scenes, I think does not bode well for WWE moral decisions in the future. <laughs> no. So it's funny, like today I was on Eric Bischoff's podcast and, and hey, and uh, which was awesome, you know, because it's funny because Eric Bischoff, once he took over WCW, he he bought, I mean, he, he didn't buy it. He, he started Monday Nitro. Uh, he he created the NWO angle. And that was kind of what made me a wrestling fan again. And, and co consequently, I st started Wrestling Inc. Last year, I sold Wrestling Inc. And, and then now I'm on Eric Bischoff's podcast. So it's kind of like one of those full circle things. And we were, we were talking about the sale. And um, I was saying like, uh, this, this has the potential to be... Um, you know, one of the biggest stories of our of our time, or nothing, mm -hmm. and it's turning into the former. It's, uh, I, it's, I don't know. It just three months ago, it seemed like daisies, and all of a sudden, everything seemed right in WWE again, and the creative had gotten so much better, and the the talent is happy, and all all this talent that was let go, uh, that didn't seem like they should have been let go or coming back, and it just it just seemed so happy. And now it's just like this dark cloud has kind of come in in a lot of ways. And um, yeah, I don't know. Vince is 78 now, 77 or 78. I think he's, he's turning 77. 78. I believe he'll be 78, 78 in August. Yeah. And man, it's just like, uh, I don't know. But if, if they're getting that, that kind of that kind of money from the Saudis, um, you see why, why he's doing it. So what's the do you see the product changing at all, Raj? Do you think they're gonna you're gonna see a lot of changes based on if the ownership change is true? Well, already we saw Stephanie step down. Um, and he, and you know, last year she was taking a leave of absence anyway. Mm -hmm. We don't know for sure if that's eventually what she wanted anyway. She, she stepped in that role. Um, but Issa, were you asking if the creative changes or, or what changes? Yeah, I think she was talking about more or less. Creative yeah, creative changes. I think so. I think, look, I mean, we saw how involved Vince was in creative before he left. I don't see him um, stepping away. This is all my speculation. This is not anything I've heard. But just from seeing him over decades and decades, he's someone very hands-on. And he he originally, when he was talking to the board of directors, he wanted to come back in his former role yeah and then he's like okay now okay i'll just do it for the sale and now he's involved in a sale that looks like 
it would put him in whatever position he wants. He can negotiate that spot of where he, where he ends up. And so, um, yeah, I think he, if it were my prediction, if I were a betting man, this sale with the Saudis happens, he's taking over and going back to where he was. I mean, what's the ripple effect for the industry? Obviously AEW can't, I mean, how AEW has got room for like three more wrestlers and even that, you know, they've got a, have massive cuts so there. They can't even fit all their rosters between ring of honor and uh, a AW proper. I mean, like, does this help Billy Corgan? Does this help the rock? If he wants to talk to his venture capital partners, like, is there room now? Because I do not see the entire WWE roster saying we were speculating earlier. I mean, you have people who did not want to go to Saudi Arabia who did not want to work those shows. You know, I think we, I think uh, what Mercedes and Naomi did is is just the beginning if this goes through because I do not think these wrestlers are going to see a lot of that money from this acquisition. Well, and Naomi, uh, you know, and, and Mercedes, you know, then Sasha, uh, those were more based on creative frustration. Mm -hmm. And um, of, I mean, it's 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 hard to say because it, the one thing that people forget is the uptrend started when Vince was actually in power. Mm -hmm. It was in the second quarter of last year, uh, whether it was WrestleMania, part of it having to do with Cody and just, it just felt like uh, the shift happened. But the second quarter was where, and, and I did this, we're, we're doing this wrestling Inc newsletter and I, I was looking at raw ratings. And if you subscribe to wrestling, Inc, you know, dots dot uh, substack.com, you could, you could check it out. But the first quarter of last year was way down from the quarter the year before. And then, you know, WrestleMania, Cody coming in, it just changed and, and it narrowed. And then the last two quarters, the audience was up year over year under Triple H, which hasn't happened, you know, in the last decade. And so Triple H under his uh, under his leadership, under his creative control, the audience went up and the 18 to 49 number stayed even, even though the number of homes with cable and everything went down. So it was a big success last year for, for Triple H when you really look at the numbers. Um, but I, I think Vince has gotten Vince. I, I just think he he's always going to think what he thinks is right. And um, I've always thought Vince was a genius, but. I always felt like a true genius knows the areas that they're weak in. And I tweeted this years ago and it was clear that the creative had passed him by. He was doing the same matches week after week after week. The show was boring. Um, no one was being elevated. And now with Triple H, you're seeing new stars coming up. Uh, you're seeing people getting you're, you're seeing fresh matches every week. They're not doing the same match that you saw the week before that you always saw in events. So lots of improvements, and I just don't think that Vince sees that. I think he sees that his way is the best. He's back in power. It's his way, and we're back to where it was. But, um, again, it, 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 his way has worked for so long. You, you, you drop audience year after year, but not to the point where you're not the number one promotion. 
that, yeah, the audience may not be there the way it used to be, but the money is, and it's there mm-hmm. in a historical standpoint. And I agree with you. I do think, well, actually, I think Vince McMahon used to be a genius. Genius fades. Kanye West has taught us that you can be a genius and still <laughs> it can get away from you a little bit. And that's what happened with Vince McMahon in an entirely different way. But right. yeah, I would argue that I think there's going to be an up, just like we saw in the Triple H era, if there is a return to power with Vince that first six months, maybe they're not going to look at that like it's must watch. People are going to be curious in terms of what's this going to look like. And then the creative might not hold them, you know, because Triple H was able to cultivate something with the Bray Wyatt storylines and doing things differently that way. I think the dip might come creatively after they find out that it's not as good. But I do think that first initial couple of months of Vince McMahon in charge again is going to help the ratings, as crazy as that sounds to say. Uh, but Sega Genesis for $20 has a question for you, Raj. Raj, is it that the only way he could truly return to power over operations was to take the company private and the only buyer who'd allow him that power is Saudi Arabia, mm. as others would buy it, but not allow him power? Uh, that's a, that's tough to say because I would think that any company that would buy them, I, I do think that this is the best opportunity for him to do whatever he wants as far as far as power goes. But any company that would want to buy WWE, I think, would want to keep keep you know figureheads in charge. Like you know when they bought UFC, they wanted Dana White to stay mm-hmm. on. And I don't know how many of these people know, you know how how much stronger the creative is with Triple H and Vince McMahon. I think so many of these corporations think of Vince as WWE. They think of him as this creative genius that made wrestling and that uh, evolved wrestling over the years. So I don't know. I I almost think that he could have made this deal with some of these other uh, media conglomerates that, you know, could have been potential buyers. I think it's a hundred, you know, go ahead. Yeah. I was going to say, but this current, current environment though, I mean, do you really think NBC Universal? I mean, how many companies would be comfortable having someone in such a key power position when all the time now we're seeing executives that are stepping? I mean, you know, I don't want to get into the, the whole circumstances, but I mean, when the head of, of Walt Disney Studios, the creative head of Walt Disney Studios, who was hailed as one of the most creative geniuses working in animation in the last 30 years, resigned over, I don't even think it was uh, uh, sexual conduct. I think it was just conduct that made people uncomfortable. In the workplace, do you see Disney saying yes, Vince McMahon? When we got like Mickey Mouse shaking hands with him, you know, on the press release, I, I just don't see that. <laughs> no, I'll say this: Dana White is on video, oh yeah, slapping his wife yep. on, on you know New Year's Eve, and he's still president, and there's not even any talk of him being removed. I mean, which is shocking to me. And not to me, based on his complexion. I think that there's different rules for different people and what's happened with Dana White. Uh, And we're seeing that with Vince McMahon. It's crazy that that week, Dana White still not being in trouble and Vince McMahon coming back, I think kind of speaks to if you're rich and you know the laws in this country and you're able to be protected, you can be protected because we've seen these situations play out, whether it's an executive who was in a misconduct to Glenn's point, if it was Russell Simmons who owned the company, they took the company away from him. But Vince McMahon's in the same situation and is able to thrive as is Dana White. I think it's a lot. I think it was telling that all this stuff kind of happened around January 6th in America and that certain people get certain rules uh, in this country, I think. For sure, John John Laurinaitis, right? He oh yeah, he got fired. Vince McMahon, he's back and uh, possibly going to be richer and in, and have more power than ever. 
And to Sega Genesis point, I think Sega Genesis is 100% on the money. That's absolutely what I believe. I do not think this has anything to do with money with Vince McMahon. I think it's a power play. It just so happens that the people paying the most money were Saudi Arabia. But I think the Saudi Arabia thing is because he thinks that's the way he could have the most power. They probably, MBS, we've heard that he's this big nostalgia wrestling fan. They probably look at him as like a god in terms of a a legendary figure. So he's doing this for power once you have two billion dollars you have 80 billion dollars he's got all the money he's never been a money driven guy he's been a power and control driven guy and i think that as fast as this happened where vince came back immediately the next week he sells the company i think this is all vince mcmahon knowing this is how i can get back in power and isa what do you you think about all this like uh having you know watched a product for for as long as you have and seeing where it was where it went and and where it, it might go again it's it's just very hard to speculate on anything right now because there's so many unanswered questions. There's still not even I mean it's it's out there the rumor is pretty solid but it's not even confirmed yet. Um, I want to know what the creative direction of the company is going to be. Is this something that is just an investment and the company continues to run the way that it's running or are we going to see a complete overhaul? I'm worried about people's jobs. I'm worried about women's wrestling. There's so many things going through my head right now. It's kind of hard to really put things together into words yeah and take this for what it's worth keandra blue for 9.99 thank you for the super jack claims hey guys i just met stephanie and triple h about 15 minutes ago at my job they seemed in good spirits i'm linda mcmahon too she had her her new boo too sorry vince i I don't know what this person's talking about i don't know if i believe that one (laughs) (laughs) yeah toward the end of that it kind of got away from them the whole thing i don't really believe (laughs) (laughs) rel 73 74 for two dollars will return for revenge on us all well I, I think Vince might break out that do rag and win the rumble at this point. <laughs> do rag Vince. Do rag Vince is an underrated Vince. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, this is wild. What a mess. No, and, and so the question is, when does this get announced? Because um, well, I mean, tomorrow the stock's going to go crazy. You know, then but this is not financial advice. I'm not an advisor. Yada yada yada. I've lost so much money in the stock market. Don't oh. listen to me. But I'm predicting tomorrow the stock. If it's if it's got bound on an upward trend, it might continue. If, to if do we're so. going in, in Saudi Arabia hours, it's seven twenty-seven over there. So I would assume in a couple yeah. of hours. Yeah. Well, it would. It, I mean, it's like Twitter, right? Like when Elon Musk bought Twitter, uh, you know, trading halts. Elon Musk buys all the shares in the company, um, and it, it, assuming again, it goes private. So. Uh, yeah, I mean, that's, you know, I think if it got to the point where it gets leaked, um, I mean, you know, again, I, I haven't been able to get it confirmed. I, and look, I've been asking around all night. I'm getting burned on Twitter as it is because I got, I got, you know, by several people in WWE again, that Triple H's spot was, you know, um, safe and, and anyway so there's just, just all sorts of stuff flying right now it's just chaos right now and uh but i do believe that uh this report is probably true yeah 
Sega Genesis is back for more fun for $20. Thank you so much. Last week, I said that Stephanie, Triple H, and Nick Khan versus Vince was like Sarah Connor, John Connor, and Terminator versus T-1000. I remember that. That was a great tweet. Uh, Raj, please tell us there's a tank of lava up their sleeve. Uh, that climax of Terminator 2, I kind of forget what he did with the, the lava. I know they like he dropped down at the end, but anyway, I'm sorry. I, 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 I <laughs> But no, uh, this is, you know, since the beginning, Vince, I mean, the board of directors two weeks ago, uh, unanimous, unanimously voted not to bring him back. And he's back. He he can do what he wants. He's got the voting power, 81 uh, percent. Ultimately, he could change the board as much as he wants. And he's doing that. So, OK, we were debating this on the pod. And I want your you could be the tiebreaker for this, Raj. Who mm -hmm. kicked cancel culture's ass worse, Vince McMahon or Donald Trump? Kick cancel culture's ass. Who came worse. back from the dead? They got canceled. They did something. They said something. Got them quote unquote canceled. But they came back. Remember, Donald Trump grabbed him by the you know what. He had all kinds of scandals, and he became president. Whereas Vince McMahon, though, he got ousted for sexual misconduct and all kinds of horrible, ugly stories, and now he's back, probably in power, taking control of his own company. In your busy day to day life, the last thing you should need to worry about is home security. That's why I use the Eufy Video Lock. The Eufy Video Lock is a 3-in-1 smart lock, 2K camera, and doorbell. That's three functions to triple your security in one device that's easy to install. All you need is a Phillips screwdriver. And it's not just for security, it's also convenient. With keyless entry, fingerprints unlock the door in less than a second. You can also assign passwords to your family members and see them coming and going with the integrated camera. See who's at your door anytime with the enhanced night vision, 2K clear sight, and two-way audio. Unlike other brands, the Eufy Video Lock has no monthly fee. It also has an 18-month warranty and customer support on standby 24-7. I love this lock when I'm far from home or receiving a package and I'm laying on the couch and don't feel like getting up. For more information, search for Eufy Video Lock. That's E-U-F-Y Video Lock. Or visit eufyofficial.com slash video lock to see how you can get complete control of your door. What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? Hero Bread serves up 0 to 1 grams of net carbs, 5 to 11 grams of protein, and high fiber in every delicious serving. Made with natural ingredients, Hero Bread supports gut health, promotes weight management, and helps maintain blood sugar. Hero also drops other limited edition ultra-low net carb goodies like rich, flaky croissants and buttery brioche slider rolls. Head to Hero.co to shop today. Which we don't see a lot of in this day and age in America. I mean, Trump suffered about a week with the uh, mm. with that, whereas you know Vince was out for about five months. So <laughs> I guess he, I guess he had it worse. <laughs> well, and also, um, like Vince McMahon doesn't have that kind of fan base. Wrestling has that kind of fan base. WWE has that kind of fan base, but I don't think Vince McMahon would get 40 million votes in an, in a, in an election, maybe depending on who his opponent was, but uh, there's not but like, you remember, but you remember after the scandal broke out and he showed up on SmackDown and he got, it was unanimous. Oh, yeah. Cheers. yeah. That was really <laughs> weird. Uh, hey, Bill Cosby's talking about touring this year. So it's going to get back out and tell stories, you know, by the way, this sweater is not an endorsement of Bill Cosby. I still wear <laughs> any kind of sweater I want. Okay. 
I'm doing no, it I mean, fashion. But but there's going to be, and so Rush, we're talking about this earlier. It's like, you know, we're all upset about Twitter, but what do we do? We complain about Twitter on Twitter. Like, I think there's going to be a lot of people making a lot of uh, very good points, but I don't know that they're going to walk away from watching the product necessarily as a result of this. I think they're right. going to be very critical. Uh, but if the product sucks, people will, I mean, we've seen it when the product sucks, people will stop watching. That will be what does it, not who owns the company. Yes. There was that year. I think it was Batista won the Royal rumble and like canceled WWE network was trending. 2014. It was either Roman, it was either Roman reigns or Batista. One of those years, or maybe both. And then, uh, WWE networks, their biggest, uh, uptick in subscriptions in that period, you yeah. know, when everyone's, uh, you know, uh, hashtagging cancel WWE Network. So you just can't take that stuff seriously. I think that was 2015 when Roman Reigns won in Philadelphia. And it was that really. Yeah, 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 yeah. By the way, shout out to Jake Carlin, who gave us $5 super chat. And then Keandra Blue is back for $4.99. Oh, doubling down on this take that she met Stephanie and Triple H. Raw, she said, I work at Perry Steakhouse and Grill in Birmingham, Alabama, where Raw was just at, at that location. I just took a picture with them. Miss Linda had a new man with her. Ooh, count Send it over. Let's girl. get the scoop. Like? Is it a brother? Is it a brother? I've been hearing <laughs> some things. Is it a brother? Tell me. Tell me what he looks like and who this gentleman is. We will break the story. Just send if, uh, send the pic over. We'll we'll post it up here. <laughs> Pixar did not happen. Uh, very funny. Well, okay, idea. so here's the question given the news. Uh, how fancy of a steakhouse is this? I mean, what are we talking? Like $100 a plate? 200 You know? Because uh, I think they're celebrating if this sale went through. I mean, if, Tri if Triple H and Steph are, are gone, like, it's a pretty sweet uh, cushion they're going to have. You know, I don't think they're going to have to cancel Netflix to make ends meet anytime soon. Very interesting insight from John Brodigan for $5. Uh, two things. One, Raj and I have the same color walls in our study. Congratulations, Raj. And number two, the story will break by 6 a.m. So it's on all the morning shows before the market opens. Very interesting. Raj, what webcam are you using? You look phenomenal. <laughs> I'm using my iPhone. Oh, nice. Yeah. So uh, if you have the late, if you have a Mac, you have the latest OS. Oh, that's right. That's they have right. the continuity cam, and it is it looks way better than uh, than the webcam I had on my monitor. So yeah, it looks like one of those nice uh, mirrorless uh, Sony cams. But uh, no, look, I think that uh, this is going to be interesting. So Raj, I think uh, you're going to have to set an alarm and be up early. Might be a busy, busy morning. Hey, maybe you can not get one of those. Maybe, maybe you can get like a spot on like CNBC or something, and like show up and like comment on the deal. You know? Oh God. <laughs> uh, I always freeze up on those things, so I hope not. <laughs> Raj, do you think if you just waited a year longer, you could have sold Wrestling Inc. to the Kingdom of Saudi Arabia? Jeez, it, it appears so. I they thought, make a bid. I, I thought my timing was good just because with all the ad rates going down across the board, but geez, now. Oh, man. I mean, so this is absolutely nuts. So NXT had a show tonight. I, my power went out. I still got to go, like, reset my pilot light and stuff, but I don't want to miss this uh, this news. Oh, Jesus, Sega Genesis. I'm not reading that. You don't read this, but Come on, man. Let's, no, I'll, I'll put all you, buddy. Work on the next charcuterie board that they're going to send you in celebration. You know, It's going to have fentanyl in it. Uh, how much fentanyl needs to be found in Vince's basement? Has he paid his taxes? God only knows that fury that would come down upon him then. Has he been texting with the notorious North Korean leader? Something. Sega Genesis just wilding in that chat. 
I'm, yeah, what does this mean for Regal? What does this mean for Karrion Cross? What does it mean for these people that like Vince wasn't thrilled to have around? I mean, hey, Jinder Mahal's on NXT now. He'll probably be champion, you know, at this rate if Vince is back in charge and calling the shots. Um, this is kind of a weird time. And what does this mean for all Triple H has done to undo all Vince did in the last six months? I think the uh, the safest thing is to assume that anything can happen, but go along with what they're saying that everything is going to stay as is. You know what I mean? Like uh, for right now, tomorrow, Triple H right now, as it stands, is still in charge of creative. Just go with it. And then if that changes, you know, deal with sure, it. Sure. But if we're projecting, like if you're reading the tea leaves, his wife just quit the company. And this is just as much a Stephanie McMahon era as it was a Triple H era. And I think that was the most damning sign that Vince has intention, or at least she thinks he has intentions of coming back and really taking over. I do not think she would have quit as hastily as she would have had it not been if she thought that Triple H, her husband, is going to be able to run the company from creative for the foreseeable future. You know, again, uh, to be fair, she did go on a leave of absence before Vince stepped down and he stepped down and she stepped in. But yes, I agree with you. There's, uh, you know, the timing uh, suggests otherwise. So, um, but yeah, yeah, uh, it was, it was great being on. Um, I, I know you guys have NXT to cover. I didn't watch NXT tonight. I was making a fantastic chicken with broccoli Asian dish, which turned out fantastic. So Ooh, that's not um, good. I missed NXT. <laughs> uh, you didn't miss much. There were a couple of screw finishes. <laughs> we did kind of run Hot, down Toxic a Attraction are the new women's number one contenders. Ah. Both of them. Both of them. Ah. Big news. Mean, yes, big news. <laughs> Tiffany Stratton's back. Tiffany ah. Stratton's back. Uh, so yes, thanks for stopping by, Raj. Good to see you. Uh, we have to do this again sooner. All right, everyone, later. take care. Have a good good night. Raj. Okay, bye. Um, man, yeah, Max Dupree. Max Dupree could be back soon. Yeah, maximum male model. They, they've been all. doing making it max. They've been doing a web series. If you watch the web series, making a maximum, they've been they never stopped. They've been doing Why it for not? months. I'll check out a couple episodes. It's very interesting. But yeah, I mean, they're still giving it uh, their all, which is uh, commendable. But look, I think um, it's going to be a long night of speculation tonight. I think we're probably going to have news in the morning. Just a hunch. Could be wrong. I'm often wrong. But I mean, look at this. Look at the live viewership for NXT on a Tuesday right now. We have more people watching it live because this is our support group for they what the hell hear, is going on. They want to hear about Tiffany Stratton. Uh, all, these, all these people, they're eager to see. Well, they want to hear about the Rockers, the Rockers 2.0 tonight. The Rockers did return tonight. Uh, yeah, but it, obviously a huge story. You know, we should just do like a quick summary of NXT. But, you know, uh, for those of you tuning in, thank you for the 475. But yes, WWE, very heavily rumored to be sold to the kingdom of Saudi Arabia. Just had Raj on about that. Let it play out. Let it play out. Yes, another storyline. <laughs> Let it play out. <laughs> How? I mean, okay. So AEW. What 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 ratings AEW get tomorrow night? If Mercedes shows up, and if Mercedes doesn't show up, zero. It's not going to make a difference. AEW decided to get cute and not talk about Mercedes being on and do these little hints. Didn't sell their stadium. 
the Kia Forum, I'm going to be there tomorrow. 8,000 people are going to be there. It's going to be half empty. Half this arena is going to look like Stephanie McMahon's board seat. How many people so were there the last time? 14,000. It was the biggest TV crowd of the year in Inglewood, California. And this time in Inglewood, about it's going to be about half full. There's going to be about 8,000 people there. And if they do roll out Mercedes, it'll be baffling because you could have sold more tickets. You saw the impact you had on New Japan. You could have made an announcement. You could have helped ratings, which have been down, way down this year in AEW. But if she doesn't show up, then it's like, yes, it's entitled to think that AEW needs to deliver Sasha, but this is how they promote people. They sold out the United Center by not even having to say CM Punk's name. And they even hinted that Sasha Banks could be there tomorrow by saying, I'm the boss. So they're damned if you do, damned if you don't. Horrible. For a company that's really good at rolling people out and bringing people back, it's one of their strengths as a former WWE guy debut. Horrible handling of Sasha Banks in her return, no matter what happens. Horrible handling by AEW. I think they're going to pop a rating to see what the response is to the WWE. If the WWE news breaks in the morning, I predict AEW <laughs> does an extra like 200,000 viewers tomorrow night. 200,000. I don't think at all it's going to be that big. Yeah. Uh, you what did they do last anything, week? What did they do last week? They, 900, they, were down, they did like 800. They, I think they did 3,000 less. They were still in the 860,000 okay. range, I believe. So yeah, I think, I, think they will, I think they will barely break a million. If They've got if a loaded are. show. If, if it does a good number, it'll be because it's a loaded show. And yes, there is that curiosity about Sasha. But how much of that is outside of the people who regularly watch the show? I, I think the way AEW has gone about rolling her out or hinting that she might be there has not been enough to where people who don't regularly watch AEW are going to watch. Jay Caleb show says WWE's latest tweet has to be on purpose. Oh, oh, I'm looking at the feed now. By the way, poor Stevie Turner. She's making her debut on NXT proper tonight. And just overshadowed by this news. I thought that promo was delightful. She's a live streamer. That's her gimmick. What did you think about that live? You're alive. You do live streaming. So did she nail the aesthetic of a live streamer? It was fine. She needs to get her own gimmick, though. Stop trying to come for our bag. <laughs> She does need to get her own giving. I do like that NXT, particularly Shawn Michaels, they're thinking quite young. They're thinking what's here now. Usually you wouldn't see a gimmick like this until live streaming isn't a thing, but they're doing it while it's hot. Like I like that there's a live streaming gimmick. Five years, five years later, he's like, the kids love the Twitch. Yeah. (laughs) Maybe maybe we should get on that. You know, Twitch is already dying a little, so maybe she's a Twitch streamer. Maybe they're, yeah. they're coming by, you know. <laughs> they just figured out Twitch. With that tonight, uh, Tony D. Oh, man. You know, when Vince is back in charge, Tony D'Angelo is going to be NXT champion. Oh, he has to be. And I hope I do, so. You know, Vince tried to get rid of those third-party deals, so when he comes back, Justine is screwed. You know, that the live streaming gimmick is done. If Vince McMahon comes back in there, it's over. Yeah, he don't like that stuff, you know. Mm-mm. We also had Anonymous showed up backstage and uh, <laughs> their latest message. I have to read this. What did Anonymous say? They said, uh, you may not be able to see me, but I could always, my I have eyes and ears everywhere, which is very similar to what Vince McMahon wrote to the staff when he left. <laughs> no. Like, this is just fucking scripts all over again. This yeah. is, it is. This is. It just, is scripts. And he was spying on scripts. Oh, this company, this company, like I enjoyed tonight's show because it, it was kind of random and stupid, but like, just, just don't ruin NXT. You can have your way with Raw and SmackDown, but just please don't ruin NXT. I hate it. Tonight's episode, all my favorites lost. Pretty deadly loss. 
You had yeah. uh, Grayson Waller lose. Tony D'Angelo lose. This was not the show for me. Yeah. Jenna Mahal did come back. What did you think about that? Please stop. I want to talk about it. We have to talk about it. Uh, we don't have to talk about it, but uh, he did get anything. a nice little pop. People were chanting for him because he's the main roster guy. There was a match that I did want to talk about briefly between Charlie Dempsey and Hank Walker. It was like a technical match. They rolled around a lot. I didn't care about this match going in, but I my Wanker. Name, Hank Wanker and Charlie Dempsey, I thought, put on a very good match. I was very into it, how they were doing it in terms of the technical wrestling on the ground type Zack Sabre type wrestling. Again, I'm not really into this type of style of wrestling, but I thought they did a good job. In fact, my nickname for this match was Dana White because I thought it slapped. Incredible, incredible athletic accomplishment between these. Keep talking guys. about something. I'm going to go get something to drink because I don't think we're wrapping this up anytime soon. Yeah, we'll, we'll be five, about five more minutes. You know what? Let's uh, talk about the toxic attraction. What did you think about this, Issa, in that toxic attraction tease backstage that they're both going to win this Royal Rumble and then they had a screwy finish. Your second screwy finish of the match uh, of the night where they both got eliminated at the same time, JC uh, and Gigi. And now they are both the number one contender. Yeah, I hated the tease because it kind of gave away the finish. They should have not had the backstage interview. They should have not had the finish either. I, I didn't like the way that the Women's Battle Royal ended. And I didn't think it was going to end that way because they made it the main event. But then I saw the finish, which we'll get into, I guess, of the NXT World Title match. And it makes sense why that was a main event. That I could not understand why Grayson Waller was coming out on top of the second hour. I was like, why is this happening? Like, this should be the main event. I'm always here for the women main event, but this is your NXT World Title, which we haven't seen defended on a random Tuesday in a while. So, I don't know. I, I, I don't know what happened to NXT tonight, honestly. <laughs> Yeah, there's two screwy finishes in this Grayson Waller finish. They screwed around with the middle rope in that he they screwed it up. They had to go to commercial and they came back and then the middle rope fell again. And Grayson Waller was trying to get back into the ring. And this really was a terrible finish. And he grabbed the rope and he fell from the rope and he got counted out. But to WWE's credit, they did make the storyline about how bad of a finish this was. And HBK yeah, I mean, tweeted out, you know, I'm going to be on this. I feel like they're justice for so Finn good. Balor. They did the yeah. same thing to Finn Balor, and he never got any justice. Exactly. He needs to be coming back to NXT <laughs> to get his justice. They got the, the, WWE's gotten so good at pissing off their fan base with some of these finishes that they now know how to recreate this type of scenario because people were pissed in terms right. of this being the world title match, but they are going to use this to build to a but steel do you think this pro yeah, and I'm excited about that, but do you think this protects Waller or do you think it, it makes the rematch weak now? If, 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 if Grayson Waller ends up winning the steel cage match, it just makes you wonder why even do this match at all? Why not yeah. just announce it for New Year's, uh, I'm sorry, for the next PLE and, and, and not have to go through this? I'm not against maybe if this was the direction that they're going to do a steel cage match at the next PLE. I'm not against them having a screwy finish. But in terms of making Grayson Waller look strong, it did not. He looked like an idiot. Right. Where the freaking rope is broken. I've never been in a ring my entire life. And I could tell you, you don't grab that second rope that's already broken and then fall, you know, do the prat fall. I thought he looked completely foolish. I think people And the rope broke twice in the match. Yeah. The rope exactly. broke twice in the match. Yeah. And it was so weird. It was very better. weird. Did not make him look too good, but yeah, likely. And the crowd response, the crowd seemed really behind Waller to win. I know there was that, like, dueling chant, but if you watch the match, the, the heat was for Waller to win that match. I felt like they... Yeah, and there was a this is BS chance after yeah. the fact of him losing to a count out. Yeah, which, you know, WWE probably wanted uh, because this is the direction they're going, but uh, not the greatest finish at all. What did you think about that finish, Glenn? Oh, sorry, he has a mouthful of Coca-Cola, my... They do uh, coke with, too. With He's drinking that, that one for um, 
you know, from other countries and stuff. <laughs> yes, the real stuff. Yeah. Uh, which finish are we talking about? Oh, we're talking Grayson about Waller. the world title. Uh, I mean, like, why are they dragging this out? Just make Grayson Waller champ already. Thank you. Yeah, but it should happen to PLE if this is the direction, which I think they will. It's, it's New Year's Evil. Coming. New Year's Evil. Yeah, but uh, <laughs> I think that I, what are they? What is their uh, technical term for it? The first PLE standalone outside of Florida, I believe, is how they're christening this. So it, it's a big deal. Uh, no, that is what Roxanne Perez said, and she completely forgot about standing delivering Dallas last uh, WrestleMania weekend. Maybe she was too young because I believe she's what twelve now, so she probably doesn't remember what happened, you know, six months ago. But that is not the first PLE outside of the uh, whatever performance yeah, center. And she did say it was three in three years, but even that wouldn't yeah. be accurate. No, no it's not accurate. What did you think she about needs to learn how to? I mean, although she she can only talk about going to Booker T's wrestling school. If you ask her to talk about that, she gets it all accurate. Is it sure. is a Booker T's wrestling school around that area? How can she not know that there was a PLE there? Yeah, there's no excuse for that. It's right there in Houston, I believe. Uh, and uh, <laughs> Tiffany Stratton came back. What do we think about that? Did we like Tiffany Stratton's return, Issa? I did. I hated the New Year's gimmick. It's, it, we're a week late. <laughs> but I love the fit. I don't know how I feel about the promo. That's yeah. where I'm staying with. I'm happy to see her back. Not much of a reaction. I, I think everybody kind of figured it would be her, but when the countdown's happening, I don't know if they, they rolled her out and you still couldn't really see her, and then they put her name on the screen, but I didn't feel like this was a reaction I expected. Glenn, how do you yeah. feel about it? Um, I like Tiffany Stratton. I think, what do they do from here? You know, is I mean, I don't think Toxic Attraction's winning those titles. Uh, I think it'll be a good match that will help Roxanne appear more legitimate if she defeats two opponents, if it's like a handicap match or a triple threat or whatever. I could see Tim. If Vince is in charge, I think Tiffany Stratton will be champ before Nikita Lyons. Oh, yeah. She might be on the main roster before anybody. anybody's going to be champ before Nikita Lyons, especially the way they she performed tonight in that Battle royal. So uh -oh. impressive. She's got merch on the WWE shop today. Have you bought it yet? No, I have not. I, have, you know, you I anybody, have you seen anybody wear it yet? It just was released today. <laughs> We're going to track the merch sale of Nikita Lyons. And see how I invested happens. all my money in that Uncle Howdy mask that's super uncomfortable and that muffles my voice. <laughs> Do you have it here? Yeah. Oh, yeah. You weren't on that week. Oh, yeah, oh you showed it? Okay. Oh, that's, that's no, no. I, Uncle I, I Howdy. No, Uncle Howdy Uncle was Howdy on the podcast. Up. Oh, Uncle uh, Howdy himself. Wow. Incredible. Yeah. With the mask uh, and everything. It's very uncomfortable uh, and very muffling. Uh, no, I think, um, okay. So HBK probably stays in charge of NXT with Vince back, but it's going to be back to, uh, NXT's developmental yada. yada just all the bullshit that we just got or that we're just sort of coming out of. Right. Uh, of trying to do like, I mean, cause look at, they just signed like established wrestlers again. Yeah. They signed dragon Lee and yeah. Oh, um, Paul Frederick from New Japan Pro Wrestling, which I think it's a, a very underrated signing that nobody's talking about. No, I but that's, that's 2015. That's 2015 NXT strategy. Yeah, it's like, the sound sign the any type talent. They yeah. were going back to that. It seemed like that's yeah. the direction they were going back to, and I think that immediately is gone with Vince McMahon. Absolutely. Gallus returned, so they're back, and they became the number one contender. Pretty deadly. As Issa mentioned earlier, did lose. They were in a gauntlet. They faced it the was erroneous, Rockers. Erroneous on all counts. And they beat the Rockers, which really did not turn out to be the Rockers. But uh, Gallus is your new number one contenders. Erroneous, Issa? 
hated it. I hated it. I thought they knew they should not become involved. Let Pretty Deadly pick their teams and become number one contenders. I'm not asking for much here. And I thought it was going to be Brazongo, not Gallus. Everybody loves Gallus. Keep Pope alive. There's always. I feel like. I just, I just interviewed deadly. Fandango uh, uh, Sunday night. He was here in oh, Puerto Rico. Oh. Very nice. I saw you interviewed uh, Johnny Morrison. What is this? Johnny Pueblo now? Oh, I named him Johnny Pueblo. Yeah, he was here <laughs> at an event in Puerto Rico, and so was Fandango. I thought about you as soon as I saw him, Glenn. And did you ask, like, so what? what's the fucking deal? Like, have there been talks? Has anyone said, hey, are you available? No, I didn't ask day? about that. He seems very happy right now. Why would he go he back? He does, but uh, no, he liked and retweeted uh, something I said about him coming. I mean, like, he's not going to turn it down. Yeah, I mean, you don't think that it won't help his indie dates if he's on national TV again? I don't know. I didn't ask him about that. Sorry. <laughs> Sounds like we need some uh, follow-up questions for Fandango for Glenn. And like, Glenn wants, like, ask Glenn or Glenn asks. You should just ask questions that Glenn wants to know. I mean, that's on Twitter. Oh, my God. They should, they should rue the day they verified me on Twitter because it was just <laughs> like, I'm going to just tweet the most random questions at people that I want answers to. And I'm going to show up in their verified feed so they're more likely to, uh, you know. Hell, yeah. We're all going to get involved. Uh, has MJF well, has those, not those were it. the days. Those were the days. Yes. Now everybody's verified, so now that yeah. that don't even matter. <laughs> MJF has not tweeted yet since uh, eight hours ago. MJF's, but we need to be monitoring MJF's Twitter, Max Castor's bars, Tony Khan's Twitter. It's going to be some spicy comments coming up here in the next week or so about WWE in Saudi Arabia. Do you think uh, we- MJF is still going to have the biggest? bidding war of 2024 in the ownership of the company changes. Yeah, that's uh, <laughs> being from the, the Israeli <laughs> I, that might change things, but why not? I, I still think... What do you mean, um, Alfred? I, I think that might have an effect. Listen, we are talking about all these different, what type of impact uh, Saudi Arabia could have in terms of bidding. I don't know how much they'd want to bid on certain people. <laughs> Johnny Mofongo, I'm sorry. I just popped for Johnny Mofongo in the chat. <laughs> I, 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 that'll be interesting. I, here's the thing, and not just MJF, but AEW free agents, how are they going to take to this? I know a lot of these moralists who think that this we live in some fair world, which I don't know where anybody got that from, that America is this fair country, please. <laughs> like, whatever. So there's a moralist that, but let's talk about reality. This company, WWE, when that figure comes out, I think it's going to be a monster number. It's Whatever we think, it's going to be inflated. How yeah. is that going to affect AEW free agent? I know we want to think that, oh, they're going to take a stand. And a lot of these AEW wrestlers aren't going to want to make money. I've never known a wrestler who doesn't like money. WWE is about to probably make more money than any company in that stature has ever made. How's that going to affect AEW free agents? Uh, I don't think the wrestlers are going to see this money. Not I, In fact, now, I, I actually think... Um... The free agents may. I know what you're saying, but the free agents, when it comes to stealing them from Tony Khan, I think that's where this money comes into play. I don't know. I mean, because I think this this actually, in a weird way, remember, Vince is the person that believes WWE is the biggest star in all of WWE. And since WWE is an extension of Vince McMahon, he believes Vince McMahon is the biggest star in all of WWE. Um, so I think with Triple H, Triple H versus Tony Khan, that's a very competitive situation. But with Vince, I don't know. I don't know that Vince is going to be like, oh, got to have FTR back. That's going to 
Okay, I, I can tell you there's empirical evidence that he will do that, especially when it comes to FTR, because they offered FTR, well, I think it was three quarters of a million dollars to stay. I don't think it would be about whether or not Vince McMahon values any of these people. The Canellis has made $1.5 million with Vince in charge, all because he wanted to keep them away from AEW. So from the standpoint of I'm going to hurt my competition by bringing back Dean Ambrose and putting him on main event, like that's not going to happen. But I think Vince McMahon absolutely would just to hurt the competition take you know overpay for certain free agents but hadn't that stopped and that's why we had all the releases is they just didn't give a fuck about that because they wanted to set the company up for a sale which has happened and Mm. not only did the sale happen they're going to be private we are in the toxic era we're in the the, the, so we're not going to know a lot of what goes on between (laughs) these back dealings of Vince McMahon so I think anything's on the table in terms of how he goes about if I'm Tony Khan he's going to have this like cutesy things Vince McMahon just survived what not may have been what was his biggest downfall of his entire career you think you know, AEW's light work? You you go ahead and piss that man off at your leisure. AEW's light work for what Vince McMahon. You go and have your tweets. I think Vince McMahon's coming back with a vengeance. I think AEW needs to be afraid. Do you think that Vince will start tweeting his own tweets now that the company might be uh, private? Oh, Shane's birthday is going to be lit. What is that? And Shane's birthday. I don't know. Hey, isn't it almost someone else's birthday? No, Shane's birthday. No. Are you sure about that, East? No, I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> okay. I'm having a midlife crisis. It's actually, it's actually 55 minutes into it here in Puerto Rico. Oh, that's right. Ooh. Yeah. How does it <laughs> feel? Happy birthday. No, let's not do that. Guys, <laughs> Shane, Shane McMahon's birthday is in five days. Oh, yeah. God. We're going we're gonna to tweet, definitely. We're going to retweet. We like something. Wow, Easy, you and Shane are the same sign. Yeah, we're Capricorns. Wow. Makes sense why he was so full of himself when he booked that rumble last year. <laughs> That's how you would have booked it? The year going over? Oh, no. I would have had Bad Bunny win, obviously. That, that is a great question about Vince McMahon's Twitter. I, I always wanted Vince McMahon to actually be on Twitter because it just seems like somebody runs it for him. But I really want him. It just seems. It's so clear. Oh, it's so freaking clear. I'm sure they go. I'm sure they run it by him. Or maybe they don't even show him what they're about to tweet. Maybe they just post what they think Vince McMahon would say. But I would love to see Vince McMahon for 24 hours just take control of his twitter didn't he tweet one time a picture of him at the gym with the little pokemon thing in there i believe he tweeted that himself (laughs) (laughs) chase birthday tweet forever a legend though forever what world are we living in what universe is this i don't know I, I think, uh, you know, I don't, we're done covering NXT. So the NXT discourse has concluded. So we're just tonight. back to therapy now. We're just back to being a support group. Yes. Like, I just keep waiting. Like, when's when's this going to drop? When's this going to happen? What time is it in Saudi Arabia now? Tomorrow morning, Oh, it's almost 8 a.m. Isn't that when, when business start picking up? You know, offices open. I don't know. Could be happening soon. Wow, Shane McMahon is going to be 53 years old this year. Oh, man. You feel old yet? God. Doesn't look a day over 50. <laughs> Actually, <laughs> Shane McMahon has looked like he was about 50 years old for the last 10 years. 20 yeah. years. <laughs> yeah. He's aged. You take all those bumps, that's what happens. Yeah. Um. So this is interesting. I mean... I think Triple H has done an amazing job of getting 
the hardcore fans there's there's a ripple effect in any industry you have your hardcore fans and they almost become enthusiasts and ambassadors and evangelists for your product and he has done a great job of getting winning that contingent back um in the last few months many of whom gave tony khan a try but just uh came back to their one true love the wwe and now we're in a situation where i don't know i think this is good for impact i think this is good for nwa i think this is good for mlw and anyone else i mean if there's a contingent of talent that's on the market you know there's there's probably an argument to be made whatever the price wwe goes for is sets this idea of okay this is what a wrestling company could be worth and that gets investors excited yeah, I would see they're looking at WWE, though. WWE and any other wrestling company are two entirely different things to a lot of investors. They see WWE as like the NBA and everything else is a G League. So it's, you know, it'd be like saying, well, you know, the NBA got sold. And so the, this is great news for the G League. It's still the G League. And that's how a lot of people, people are going to look at people AEW. like uh, what's that thing that Ice Cube has been doing with the three man team? Yeah, the big three that, that that's yeah. coming up. That's doing a good job. People talk about that. Yeah, the big three is out there. It's still, and that's, you know, that might be the comparison, especially given how much money WWE is making right now. Uh, it, it just depends. AW is in a very unique situation. I have not heard that they have a bunch of different bidding partners. Uh, it looks like it's going to be WBD or bust. And that's a nervous position to be in because not only are companies not paying as much for TV rights, given how far down the ad rates are going, but also WBD is in the middle of this ugly merger where they're not spending a lot of money. They're threatening to part ways with the NBA, which if I'm hearing that as AEW, I'm nervous as hell. So maybe hopefully in the final hour, they'll be able to pull out another bid or Apple Plus or Amazon or something like that. But I think AEW uh, might not get what they're looking for in terms of a rights increase. I think there's going to be an increase. It just won't be that much. Well, but doesn't the average wrestler make considerably less than the average NBA player? Uh, uh, way considerably less. Yeah. Oh man, it's great. As, as we're looking on Twitter, everyone's like this. I mean, I mean, you, you're it. Raj Geary. Let me just explain something to the audience for people that haven't followed wrestling Inc. for a long time. Raj Geary is not a man of wild speculation. So when Raj says like, I trust and believe this is happening. I mean, he gets direct scoops like the Sasha Mercedes release situation, but for him to believe something like this has happened, that's a big deal. Yeah, I mean, there are a lot of people on Twitter, you know, who are saying that this is exactly, it's like the number, it's one of the top trends in the world right now, not just curated. Saudi, 79.5 thousand tweets. I mean, all kinds of speculation and all kinds of credible people reported broken stories in the past saying that this is something that they expect, you know, to, to be imminent. Now, Issa, this is not what you wanted for your birthday. Not at all. Now, if somebody wants to buy Issa the WWE for her birthday... She's open to that. No, just send me the money. Bad boy Joey Janela is saying that he also has heard that people might be selling WWE to Saudi. So for what that's worth, bad boy Joey Janela is saying that he's heard that it might be sold. You heard it here first. Wow. What's up with Joey? It seemed like he had a good thing going with AEW. And then he, like, he was one of that first wave that just sort of quickly dropped out of... Uh, the top tier or the mid tier, you know? Yeah. Really one of the rare talents that was quote unquote cut, or I don't know if his contract was up and they didn't renew it, but uh, you don't see too much of that in AEW. And he was a casualty of it. 
Gaming Channel, $5. How many fans will stop watching? Well, we covered that. Nobody will stop watching. The ratings are going to go sky high in the first couple of months of Vince McMahon. If Vince comes back and it's understood that Vince McMahon is taking over, the ratings are going to go up only because of curiosity. And then I think people will stop watching. But if they stop watching, it'll be because the product got boring or whatnot. And if they stop watching and The Rock comes back, they'll be back. We all know what outrage is. It's it's a game. It's a video What if we get the egg from the Netflix movie again? What kind of rating will that? Be? No. Oh, well, I think uh, an extra five hundred thousand people at least. That egg is going to draw. Now, if Bad Bunny is involved in WrestleMania, how excited will Ryan Satin's hairdresser be to tune in? <laughs> Isn't that you, Isa? What? Do have you ever done uh, Mr. Satin's hair? No, you. <laughs> Watch Bullet Train the other night. You see how good Bad Bunny was in it? He was barely in it. Okay, but he was good. He's good. I didn't say that you time his screen time. That, that movie was kind I of a said, hot mess. I said, was he good? Yeah, it was. It was, was a little a, too long. Was it like a cameo appearance or did he like... Uh, no. No, he's there, in the movie. He has a role no. and then he's dead half of the movie. But anyways, it's good. Yeah. It's a good movie. I liked it. It had like a weird sense of humor. I wish it would have been just a little bit shorter. But yeah, it, it has Brad Pitt in it. It was fun convoluted there's some fun surprise cameos in it but it's a very convoluted story i watched the menu last night which people have been saying go in blind if you're going to see that and i highly recommend it like don't read anything about it just watch yeah. it very Same. good dark comedy mm-hmm. um yeah man 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 the world we are living in the things that are happening Vinny mac Talk about VH1 needs to bring back the show best week ever just to talk about Vince McMahon's week. I still love that show. Yeah, that's such a bingeable show. Yep. (laughs) I just need to see what's going on behind the scenes. Behind the scenes, like whether it's a docu-series, whether it's like a reenactment or a documentary, I'd like to see this repurposed. Whatever is going on behind the scenes between Vince McMahon being ousted, somebody dropping dime on him, and him coming back and Stephanie somebody leaving. Dropping this dime. is so, so much more interesting than anything is happening in front of the camera. And it's been a good year or so for wrestling. It's not an indictment on what's happening in wrestling. It's I, been a good year for wrestling, but I would much rather see this. I don't think we're going to get a WWE 24 or the week of, or, you know, one of those docu-series about the sale of WWE. Oh, no, not now that they're private. Not now that they're private. Yeah. <laughs> it's going to be W24, mind your own business. I think I, I mean okay. So let me let me tease this. I think we're going to hear some amazing stories that start to come out soon. Like NDAs be damned. I think we're going to start hearing some very interesting shit. So like somebody's <laughs> going to talk. Maybe. Um, Alfred, are your contacts with the car? Are the streets? Are the streets still? Uh, oh employed? yeah, and a lot of people. That's all they're talking about is that this is what have happened, and, uh, and if people believe it. Nobody knows anything yet. I, I just, I do feel like WWE knows, and they're not saying anything yet. There's reasons for that. There's probably legal reasons for that. But oh no, when you do when you do a sale and an acquisition, I mean, let me tell you, I uh, I know companies have been acquired before. Um, it is a process. Oh yeah. And by the way, here's here's the craziest shit about all this. The number one thing in any acquisition, and I've been around this as a journalist in companies I've worked for, the number one thing is secrecy. You are not supposed to say anything yeah. until the deal is done, which leads me to believe, I mean, I think you, you hit the nail on the head earlier. I think Vince had this deal in his pocket 
and came back fast track this that's the only way this happened so fast he didn't come back and then he got a call from mbs and he was like hey man like yeah let's I'm do business together negotiate. yeah no i think I've, he said yeah. i think he, had he all said ducks in a row in fact okay so you know how there's the elon jet tracker i wonder i wonder if you were to look at some private jet flights i wonder who flew to who because you don't you don't do an eight billion dollar ten billion dollar deal right. over zoom right <laughs> That's a good question. Were there no the better question? Were there mechanical issues on this plane? <laughs> That's the craziest shit, right? I mean, but again, like I okay, I, I will say this for anyone that does not watch this. I have so much a greater appreciation and understanding of the McMahon family since Succession has been on the air. Yeah, that helped me predict what was going to happen. There's, there's not a. This is exactly not not necessarily the sale. That, I thought they were going to go private, but with Endeavor. But Vince coming back and being the controller of the board that, that told me, oh, this guy will definitely be back. Especially knowing what we know about Vince McMahon and how much he's a fighter. Yeah. Issa, does Roman get like? Do they give him like like a Porsche? Like, what does Roman get as an acquisition gift? For he's gonna uh, get squashed by my sword. I'm scared. <laughs> don't you keep putting out there? You said don't put that out there about your guy. It might end up happening. They might get ideas. When ha- what did I what what have I told both of you? Expect the worst. Roman Reigns is gonna get squashed by Mansoor night one of WrestleMania. <laughs> oh god. Gaming stage pro for two dollars. How does this affect the women's division? Yeah, I mean, that is something that we did kind of bring up. I think a lot of people are looking at this deal like, oh, Saudi Arabia is going to be in charge, and that means no women will be on TV, and that means they're going to be in America under Saudi rules. No, no, Saudi Arabia owns a lot of American companies, in fact, that were just able to keep going. The fact that Vince McMahon, of all people, was selling to Saudi tells me he probably has assurances that he gets to do whatever he wants. So I don't think we have to worry about you should worry about the creative. Don't worry too much about, oh, are they going to be able to put Sami Zayn on TV? Because I don't think that's that much of a concern. Um, okay, so I just looked. So they have $7 billion of investments that they made just in August in U.S. companies, including Amazon, BlackRock, mm-hmm. and Meta. Um, but who do they own outright? That's what I want to know. They, they bought a stake in Disney. But this is a little different. You know? They, wow, 464 billion or 464 million dollars in Alphabet, which owns Google, 432 in Amazon, 492 in PayPal, 473 million in Microsoft. So yes, it shares, but very curious who they own outright. Yeah, that's a good question. I mean, there's a whole article, uh, you know, corporate America's the highest in Saudi America, <laughs> the Saudi Arabia, <laughs> Saudi and Arabian companies and banks in the USA. Yeah, they've invested $7.7 billion in some of the world's most preeminent companies. And by the way, I mean, I don't have an issue with uh, foreign countries having investments in US companies. That's actually quite common. I think the question yeah. is buying it outright and what's the level of control? Because, okay, so let me also uh, posit this with Vince in the future. Doesn't it seem weird I can understand it for a period of time they want to have Vince stay on, but why would Vince come back and say, hey, Saudi Arabia, buy the WWE for me, and then I'm going to just work my job, you know, and pay me a fair salary? <laughs> like, like, why, what drives Vince once Vince has won the game and has all the chips? You know, you don't keep playing Monopoly once you have all the money. 
and you just sit there and watch like all the plebes you're playing against go around the board and you know have to uh you know uh offer you like uh their watch to to pay uh uh rent on boardwalk you know yeah but i mean it's not about the, the money i i don't think this is at all a money play i think it's just about him being in control and i think that was that there might have been i think we're going to see that there are terms there that dictate that Vince McMahon is allowed to do XYZ. Now we've seen things like this fall apart, like where somebody thought that they were going to be a consultant or whatnot, or they were going to maintain power of their company and they didn't. But I mean, Vince has very good lawyers and I, I don't think he would have pulled the trigger this quickly if there weren't already something that says he gets to control these type of decisions, at least creatively. So his quote is going to be uh, like in sync said, you have to recognize it's all about respect. Yeah, it definitely is. <laughs> Uh, no, I mean, but that's, that's my question. Like, so what's Vince McMahon's motivation? Uh, but no, but no, but he's got all the money. He's got Like you sell the company. I understand if he has to stay on for a while, but like, what can they possibly give him two years from now when he's 80 years old? What can they possibly give him to make it worth his time when he's already sold the company and divested himself? I'm pretty sure the Saudis will come up with a way to figure that out. So they could afford it. They'll freeze him until they figure out how to bring humans back or something, you know, <laughs> like Disney. <laughs> as long as he gets to run his company, I don't think Vince gives a damn about any dime. I think as long as what I think what they have in it for Vince and why he went to Saudi, for all we know, they could have been negotiating with all these other companies and they said, no, we will not work with Vince McMahon. We're too scared of the backlash and we don't agree with what he's done, but they're companies. It's about backlash and what financial will be. And maybe he just went to Saudi because they were a last resort, or maybe he just knew that this is a situation where I would have the most power. These people tend to look up to me. And so I'm going to come out and control WWE with Saudi money. I, I don't know. I don't know why, especially after what happened with all those mechanical issues and all that. That's what made me nervous about the Saudi government. That's why I think that they were so low in terms of betting odds is that there was that pissing contest that could have become fatal a couple of years ago. Well, and now here they I are mean, in business together, gleefully hand in hand. I mean, there was no like this wasn't diehard. They weren't actually legitimately holding the wrestlers. We didn't know what was happening. Okay, for a while there, the rest there were wrestlers who thought that that's what was going on. It may not have been what was going on, but some scary stuff was going down. It seemed like you know, according to some of the court testimony that they've had, there was some issue that these wrestlers were stranded on this plane. And uh, and and it definitely was a power and control issue between Vince and and Was there snakes in this <laughs> plane? <laughs> no, you gotta say it the right way. Not just on this plane. You you know you know the quote. Not just you snakes. Know you know the quote. <laughs> I mean, okay, so okay, so let me ask you this: If you were a wrestler and you were on that plane and you felt like you were a pawn. And that that government entity did not give a shit about you uh, or your well-being. How are you going to feel if those are your new bosses that you're like papered up with for years? I mean, Vince doesn't give a shit about a lot of these wrestlers in the well-being. How is that any different? You think Vince? I mean, I'm sure he develops a human connection to some degree. But being in the wrestling business, you better be about yourself. If you're in the wrestling business for promoters and bosses to care about you, you're in the wrong business. Maybe they'll get a race. Yeah, I can see that. I can see Vince playing his game. I think he's going to use this. This 
money is not for Vince. This money might be maybe this is the amount of money that they need to put AEW out of business. I mean, okay, here will, anything's on the table. Here will what? be the most hilarious thing is if they get a super premium per share and it comes out that like Bo Dallas or somebody had been buying like WWE stock and now because of this, they're like, I don't need to work anymore. Like somebody yeah. they want is like, I made too much money off this. Like, go f yourself. You know? That'd be that'd be amazing. Yeah, and they do that on TV because they have enough money. Oh, that's a good angle. <laughs> they won't be doing those sort of angles. I don't know. I don't know. It's crazy. Before, how do this keep growing? I like how more people find out what's going on, and they're Somebody just like, say "How much does Undertaker get to come out of retirement?" <laughs> <laughs> and you were talking about these people being nostalgic, so Undertaker Barry. is just waiting for the phone call too. So. In these Saudi shows, we saw Undertaker come out of retirement or, you know, come back temporarily. We saw Shawn Michaels come out of retirement. We've seen Triple H matches. We saw Mark Henry come out of retirement. Like, this might go back to being WWF. Maybe they'll buy the rights to WWF and turn it back into that. And they'll just destroy all the wildlife. And they'll be like, there's nothing left for you to protect with your funds. Pandas better get your stuff in order. Are they going to protect the pigs from Logan Paul? That is the question. (laughs) Um. <laughs> yeah. I think okay, we've so, said everything that needs to be said about this. <laughs> okay, okay. So we've got, we've got nothing to be a... said until we we confirm everything yeah. that's going on. There's yeah. more unanswered questions. Like, yeah, I guess we are. We have what? How many people watching right now? We're all at, we're Almost just 500. a giant support system where we're just talking to each other through this. But there's really not a lot that can be said right now until we hear the details about it. So we've said Sami Zayn most likely to take a principled stand. Whoever the next person released is, is going to be the person to say they took a principled stand, but they really just got fired and they're trying to cover it up <laughs> with that. Um, the wrestler that benefits most from this is... Mentor. Mentor. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my god, that was great. No, isn't it Mansoir? No, no he'll go back yeah. to Mansoir. They, we can't get that bougie stuff in Saudi Arabia. We gotta go. Oh, yeah, you car. can. They're bougie, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah, but they're, they're in the, within their own rights. <laughs> or what's left of them, you know. Uh, wrestler that gets hurt the most by this. Hmm. Oh, Sammy. I mean, yeah, possibly. I don't I know mean, if any individual wrestler will be affected by this. I think this is going to affect WWE on a macro sense more than what Saudi Arabia's thinks about one individual wrestler. I predict a wrestler. I'm not going to name any names because I don't have it in mind, but I predict a wrestler from NXT will be the first person to say the wrong thing publicly about this. And have to like delete the tweet. It'll be Braun Strowman for sure. He's gonna say something. He's gonna get, he's gonna get everybody in trouble. He's gonna say something, and they're gonna pull the sale off the table. <laughs> oh my god! Somebody wake him up! Oh, wake him up right now and have him tweet, please. Hey, no, he's the great because then he turned into a hero. He, he turned into a hero for the internet wrestling community. <laughs> Boxing fan for one ninety nine. Breaking Mansoor ends Roman Reigns' title reign. That's the word on the street. And by the way, we're saying this just so people understand. It's because if you go back to the great original Greatest Royal Rumble, they made it seem like Mansoor was a homegrown Saudi Arabia talent. Um, 
like his story was greatly told and pushed through the first and then subsequent appearances for a while. Like that was that was kind of his gimmick for quite a bit. And outside of yeah. Saudi Arabian nepotism, this guy I think should be a, a top star. They should give him a look in terms of developing. Maybe not a top star right now, it's but I think the guy's super sure. talented. <laughs> I thought he reminded me of an, a young Eddie Guerrero. I said it at the time based on how he moves and based on how charismatic he is. I think Mansoor is a supreme talent that Saudi Arabia politics or not should be pushed in WWE. Stop screwing around. Start pushing Mansoor. It's my birthday for Christ's sake. <laughs> <laughs> Makes some sense in those words you're speaking. Who knows? Who knows? Mansoor is the next Universal Champion, ladies and gentlemen. What do you think Thank Dominic you. Mysterio is up to tonight? I mean, he's probably playing a game of dice. He's probably <laughs> out in South Central, out in Watts. I mean, Dominic doesn't play around, man. Did you see him do the pose yesterday? Oh, no, what, oh, the, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Amazing pose. <laughs> oh my oh gosh. So blood in, blood out right now. <laughs> Just studying for his next promo. Um, Snitches get stitches. So he's not going to tell you what he's doing right now. Just be <sighs> scared. Very scared. Now I see what Martha Stewart was talking about. God, this <laughs> character is so good. And when the miss said you were only detained for a few hours in a yeah. county jail. <laughs> I like Kevin Patrick saying he's there have been Instagram stories last longer than how he was in jail. <laughs> okay, here we go. Uh, by what percentage do you think Brock Lesnar's asking price just went up for appearance? Oh. Yeah, how 100? long it's coming? His contract comes up in 2024, so we'll be seeing Brock Lesnar in AEW t shirts to try to get that Saudi money. He's gonna go all out trying to get that. He's gonna show up at airports wearing a Jacksonville Jaguars jersey just to cause that speculation. Brock is the best in the world when it comes to leverage, and I think that he's gonna get his back. Brock don't gotta do any of that. They know, they but know he does. Brock. They're not gonna. They're not gonna let him get to that point. They're gonna give him whatever he wants, whatever money he wants, whatever you know, contract, guns, animals to fucking shoot up. They're gonna give him whatever he wants. Yeah, but Brock knows how to play the game. It's like when he took that picture with Dana White, like I believe the night before he got this big increase from WWE. Uh, he took a picture with Dana White to make it seem like he was going to go to yeah, UFC. Yeah, and then he still went and worked for Dana White Absolutely. after that. Brock is yeah. incredible. He'll get his bag no matter what. He knows how to play the game. And how relieved do you think Dana White is tonight? No, that he's not the biggest Defense? Well, is, is, his, is his wife nearby or not? <laughs> I mean, like, you couldn't, again, like, we, we're living in a time where if you wrote some shit like that, people would be like, that's not believable. That's, that's a little too Seinfeld for real life. Yeah, I mean, that I think that's a lot of times reality is stranger than fiction, but these are some wild times of word. But I, I don't know, man, if you know, as we do, I mean, as surprising as all this influx of news is coming, is it really all that surprising that Vince McMahon pulled another fast one, pulled another carny trick out of his bag, was able to come back just like he did from when it seemed like there was a steroid investigation, just like he did from Crispin Wall. It's like one scandal after another. This man is impervious. Absolutely crazy. Well, uh, oh, it's interesting. John Alba, trusted, reputable journalist, is saying that uh, people he's talking to don't think that the deal is done. Well, that can be a lot of things. True. But, oh, wow. <laughs> Sorry. Man, Twitter, like wrestling Twitter, this is the most, like, I, look, okay, let, let me be honest. Like, before this happened, 
Like I spent time making the animated GIF after that that Hulk Hogan promo uh, on the Legends thing, where he kept saying it was bigger than I ever dreamed it was, and I was like, "Oh, this is funny out of context." And I was like, "It's a slow night for wrestling, but I'm going to put this on Twitter. This will get some traction." And then this happened, and now wrestling Twitter is on fire. Yes, it's going to be a, a a wild night. Everybody, stay up because this story could break at any minute. It seems like not any minute, but any hour. It's eight thirty a.m. Saudi Arabia time. Yeah, so Saudi Arabia is nice early in the morning. Good morning, Saudi Arabia. If you're watching from there, uh, pleasure doing business with you. If that is the case, you know the biggest question: How does this change the fast nationals? Like, does this change the chain of command and how I get these fast nationals? Not saying who sends them to me. But I want to know how this is going to change the Fast Nationals. That's what I'm going to be uh, on the beat about all night, working tirelessly to find out. Does Tony Khan have to walk a line given his family's business dealings? Like, in being... He's had to in the past. He, like, every time he's tried to throw shade at the WWE's relationship with the KSA, people have been like, yeah, well, your dad has done a fair amount of yeah, you can do this with anybody. Twitter is one yeah. big glass house. It's not just Tony Khan. Everybody on Twitter is a hypocrite. It's not real. And anybody, all these people outraged over sexual harassment, a good percentage of them are probably creeps. You know what I mean? Like, so everybody's got a glass house to throw a stone from on Twitter. That's what it's for. Ron Taylor wants to know, is Mandy Rose? I don't think Mandy Rose is coming back after the sale. I don't think they can afford Mandy Rose with what she's <laughs> making right now. Well, anything is possible. She seemed open to the idea on Tamron Hall. Mm-hmm. Well, because it'd be a good place to promote her content. Yeah, go ahead. Promote away. You want me to do it? Yeah. <laughs> uh, so, Issa, what are you doing for your birthday? I don't know. Depends on what time we get done here. Okay. <laughs> well, that's, that's a two-hour mark. Yeah. <laughs> I know. I was like, I'm going to come on for 20 minutes and we're going to discuss Seriously. this and that'll be it. <laughs> I thought this was going to be over. In like thank God my power minutes. went back on. You know? Yes. Uh, thank you, everybody, for tuning in. But uh, yeah, we can land this plane now. We can land this mechanical issue. But if you want the latest news, follow Alfred at This Is Nasty. Follow Issa on Twitter at NYC Demon Diva. That's Diva with a one. And follow me. I'm at Glenn Rubenstein. I'll be tweeting out hot takes and wild speculation, I'm sure the rest of the night <laughs> the wildest speculation i can't wait to read <laughs> like borderline dangerous careless just careless speculation <laughs> let's go i'm ready for that It'll be good times good times so everybody uh the end of an era question mark for wwe perhaps fun while maybe and what and better tune way? Tune in to Pro Wrestling Bits for the top five moments of the Triple H era as we memorialize a great six months. We're going to count down the top five moments of the Triple H era tomorrow morning on Pro Wrestling Bits. We're going to get, uh, uh, you know, like a royalty free sound like cover of Boys to Men's. It's, it's so hard to say goodbye. <laughs> yeah. Don't make me fun. Yeah. Um, yes. The toxic era has begun. His toxic attraction are the new number one contenders. And Vince literally, McMahon, <laughs> literally the toxic era. And Vince McMahon doesn't have to answer. Well, he just has to answer to someone, but he's, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, oh, if, could you imagine? Okay, here's my hope. I want this all to go through, and then I want Vince to do something that's going to somehow manage to offend. 
his new backers and i want him to get fired from his own company. <laughs> bro bro <laughs> I, I could see an ugly ending, you know. They, maybe there would be a falling out, but you know, we'll knows? see. Get the popcorn ready. Have a good night, everyone. Tomorrow night, AEW Dynamite. Who's Soraya's tag team partner? Tony Storm. <laughs> or Tony. It was announced. <laughs> if it okay. is Tony Storm, man, <laughs> it is Tony Storm. Riding in Eaglewood. No, but if it's Tony Storm, that's fine. But, 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 I that's think why they announced it. Like... So you guys have the right expectations. No, but she gets, stop like, stop fantasy it. booking, you guys. They announced it. I, I could see a big appearance or something as a make good if it's not Mercedes. Uh, but if they just go straight up with Tony Storm and that's it and we move on to the next segment, not going to be good. Yes. Have, have a good night, everyone. It's yeah, a exciting week in wrestling. We'll catch you next time on the Wrestling Inc. podcast. Take care. What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? These ultra-low-net-carb baked goods contain zero sugar, fewer calories, and more protein than the leading brands, and are high in fiber to support gut health. Shop now at Hero.co.